third game of the week for HCFC Radio. Stevenage FC are the visitors to top field. We're all excited for this one because there's not much else really going on this weekend in the world of football. Uh, so this is the big one here at top field. <laughs> and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, the PK to my Poyol this oh, week. Well, we Marek Alionic. How are we doing, Freddie? Always a pleasure to have you alongside me on my left-hand side. It took me a while to think of that partnership. I'm going to try and get a new one in every week. Okay. We've started out Spanish, haven't we? We um, have. And, uh, yeah, now it's nice. Welcome back to Top Field. Uh, I was a bit worried at first because the players were outnumbering the supporters yeah. uh, at one point. Stevenage have brought a bucket full of people and then they went back and got another bucket as well. And, um, well, look at it. Um, the ground's filling up. It's lovely. It's a nice day for it. Bit of cloud in the sky but it's perfect exactly what we want for a for a local derby a first friendly of the summer then for Stevenage that Luton are in the same position this time next week they're currently 4-0 up against Rochdale four uh, are the Hatters but it, this is almost an ideal start for a club like Stevenage for pre-season a club a few leagues below but you know you've got to be exactly on 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 your game from the from minute one well I'm telling you what right yeah the Stevenage have got to be on 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 the about they have their wits about them I think because uh, as we saw first half against Stockfold we saw a very positive hitch inside coming forward looking dangerous in attack looking solid in defence uh, and then the second half I mean you know it's like uh, every, <laughs> I don't know everybody went in the Canary Club bar and had a few rounds of beer yeah. and then come out and tried to play because it was a completely different side um, so none of that today please uh, Mr Burke and the rest of the hitching squad we want them coming out firing and um, I think we stand a chance mate we'll take you through the teams in a minute uh, what you do need to know is that Hitch and Town are going for one team and they've got, I think they've got a, a, um, about nine, nine, ten substitutes on the bench. Steven has got two teams, so a different one for each half, four trialists and three subs as well. So we will be bringing back the trialist of the match that we had when Barnett came we to visit. We do love a trialist, don't uh, we? Last season, so four of them. Uh, strong looking Stevenage team, it is their first team squad. And for many of their, um, their fans, it will be the first chance to, to watch Borough for, for a number of months now. So same, exactly the same situation that Luton fans are in. Yeah, I mean, I was speaking to a couple of the Stevenage boys earlier and they said it's been three weeks since, since they've had a game. Like, mm. And, um, hey, maybe we can, we can catch them out, you know, and uh, it'll be, certainly be nice uh, and, and, a, and a good scout for Hitchin Town. Yeah, you mentioned Stockfold there. It was a 4-1 win for Hitchin in the end. All five goals coming in the first half, the goal scorers were Henry Snee, Laurie Marsh, Jake Davis um, and, and Kai Teal. And for maybe 20, 20 30 minutes, Hitchin looked absolutely electric. Everything was working. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting the wrong button. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like you said, on the first half, it was, it was a, a tale of two, two ta teams, really, wasn't it? You know, they, they just they didn't show up in the second half, but they totally showed up in the first half and done the business and just managed it. It was a nil-nil second half, which, I mean, flattered Stockfold a lot more than it did flatter um, Hitchin. But we need to be a little bit better on ourselves today. Yeah. Nice to see Kai Teal back there in that number 10 role. He Third was absolutely game in a row now. Yeah, and, and, and great, great for him because he really is, he's, he's good there. But anyway, uh, shush, we won't say anything more about no. trialist uh, F for us. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, nice to see Laurie Marsh getting a run down the wings as well because uh, he, he'll be glad to be out of the back four. I mean, the Marsh twins and Teal, it is like two two guys and their younger brother in Kai Teal, isn't it? All it is. just, all it's like a big ginger colour. monster coming towards you, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's, it's, it's like you don't want it. <laughs> no, and it's a nightmare to defend against. And we've we've packed now all of them into that one midfield. And they can all play around that midfield as yeah. well. 
that you know that's that's where hitching it going that's the direction we're going in and, and the midfield competition there's enough places uh, you know there's enough places as it is in that competition yeah. but the marsh twins are taking it by the scruff of the neck and it looks like the goal scoring rivalry between them's got underway as well with um, with Laurie yeah. kicking us off on the on the front for Alex yet to score in pre-season yeah long may that last I mean with, with them two boys out there we definitely need them having a row with each other that's only going to be good for itching isn't yeah. it and like the Donnellys uh, yeah like the Donnellys that's right and uh, I'd, I'd like to I'm quite looking forward to seeing Jake Davis come back in again and also that man Henry Snee as well he's, he's bagged his first goal for us uh, the other day yeah. uh, against Stockfold and um, hopefully he can he can bag a couple today like he said to us on the way home it should have been two yeah. well it should have he been really it. Yeah. he knows it uh, and, and he'll be looking to make amends for, for that mistake um, the highlights of that one are available on YouTube so if you go over to the Hitchin Towns YouTube page and uh, we commentated on that too so if you search for the Canary Club podcast you can listen back to our commentary too if you've got even more time uh, but a good time to take you through the first half All right, Richard. for Hitchin Town number one Charlie Horlock two Dan Akabween uh, three Max Ryan four Ryan Smith five Sam McCoy Hanaku uh, six is the skipper Dan Webb on his full return to the side seven Alex Marsh eight Josh Coldicott Stevens nine Rio de Silva we'll touch on him in a minute ten Kai Teal and eleven Laurie Marsh uh, for the opposition Stevenage in their red and white uh, home shirts from last season. One Joseph Anang, two Trialist A, uh, three Ben Coker, four Jake Reeves, five Scott Cuthbert, the skipper, six Rosh Marshall, seven Elliot List, eight Chris Lines, nine Harry Draper had oh, some time wow. here at Hitchin not yeah. too long ago. We look forward to seeing how he gets done. Eleven Elliot Osborne and twelve Alfie Williams, uh, and they are going with completely different teams for each half on the bench for Hitchin. Uh, Jack Green, Nathan Godfrey. Um, Lewis Barker, Ben Wolster, Sam Kelly, Jake Davis, San Giorgio, Henry Sneed, Charlie Black and Lewis Clayton. So players are plenty for us to keep an eye on. It is a commentator's nightmare. Yep. It is pre-season. But we and are I'm your sure biggest nightmare, so we're used to that. <laughs> anyone who's been in our position would know that all these trialists and new players coming in, you've got to keep up on top of. You may never see half of them again at top field. No. <laughs> uh, but some of them have made an impression. Um, Jake Davis certainly did. Um, got his first goal for the club on his first start against Stockfold. Looked lively against Luton too. And maybe someone who's going to be looking to start left wing by the time August 7th or whenever the first game rolls around. He, you know, he's going to be on first name on the team sheet. Well, not first name, but in that left wing position. You feel it'd be challenging for that with no Jay Dillon at the moment. Yeah, I mean, if, when you think about what Hitchin have got going down at left-hand side, uh, it's not really a lot. And Jake Davis saw his opportunity and he played a blinder. I mean, you could argue and say it was only against Stockfold, but uh, you've still got to do the business and the pace the man had. I mean, when yeah. he when he got that ball and just knocked it past his man and went past him, it was like he was standing still. So it's nice to have pace. I'm a guy that likes a lot of pace in the team, mm. especially going forward, and uh, and we've certainly got that. And uh, I look forward to, to Jake Davis uh, playing very much. Uh, the captain, Dan Webb, um, makes his first start of pre-season. He got about 15 minutes maybe against Stockfold. It's going to be interesting too experienced old-fashioned captains on either side Dan Webb and then his opposite number Scott Cuthbert we've seen going through some heading drills in front of us at top field and he's not messing about at all is he no I mean no, no, no nonsense centre-back absolutely well Cuthbert's <laughs> a good strong Scottish name we know he's a big strong Scottish lad as well uh, and they'll put their head through anything wouldn't they so uh, and that's exactly what he, he was doing I don't here. think he was a fan of three lines being played out the tannoy uh, that's all we can say about him as a <laughs> 
That's it, Ralph Scott. Well. He must be, must be a pretty rubbish weekend for him. It all could go a lot better, though, depending on tomorrow's result. Um, yes. We've got Leif Yusuf alongside us here as well. Leif's going to be talking to us at half-time. We're going to be previewing England v Italy, the big one at Wembley Wonderful. tomorrow. Look forward to that. Uh, and then Tuesday night, we're back here again as Watford under-23s and hopefully the son of Maurizio Pochettino, oh also yeah. called Maurizio Pochettino, no. uh, is in the Watford <laughs> side. Um, so we hope to see him down here. Anyway, not sure his dad will be able to make it. That's a uh, shame. From Paris, um, yeah. but that'll be good. Anyway, good test uh, for the Canaries. It's a tough pre-season. It feels like they've been chucked in at the deep end maybe a little bit. Well, it's good, good. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we need, you know. The last thing that, that Hitchin want is to have a cruisy old easy run through um, pre-season and then get into the season and you're just not really prepared for it. Uh, and I felt, <laughs> I felt like last season we did kind of, we won all our pre-seasons. It was a stroll in the park. We was enjoying the hamburgers and watching Lovely. the goals go in. Yeah. And then as soon as the season starts, it's like, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> different. There's, yeah. a, there's a big difference. So uh, now with the with the likes of Luton and, and Stevenage Borough coming down, and also enough respect to Luton and to Stevenage because they're bringing their first teams down now. They're, they're not mucking about, you know. So we've really got to be up for it, and I think it'll be ideal, ideal medicine for the boys just to get them prepared and ready for this big season that we've got coming up. And Mark Burke still seems like he's experimenting as well. I mean, you look at some of the players. I think Max Ryan's going to be playing left back. Rune yeah. Silver up front only played there once before for Hitchin against Stockhold this time last year in pre-season, scored in that game, and he's just once again a different option. Yeah, I mean, nice to see, nice to see um, De Silva up front. Uh, he's, he's very capable of doing that, and I think it is a position that we do need somebody in. I think we still do lack a menacing striker. I mean, we've got Callum Stead, he's very pacey, but he's, he's always sort of not kind of struck me as a kind of an all-and-out all, all and out striker yeah. for, for me. Um, we do need somebody. The one that we've got at the moment is Henry Snee, but um, who, who is an all-out striker. Um, I haven't. I don't know what's happened to Steve Cawley. I haven't seen or heard nothing from him I, for I, ages. I'd, I'd imagine injury, I think. Right, yeah. so um, it, is, it is a position that's sort of begging for somebody to come and say, yeah, I'll have those boots, mate. I'll get on with it. So looking forward to, to that, and we know he's capable. Uh, let's talk about Stevenish. So they were down yeah. to go down at the end of the 2019-20 campaign um, I mean that gate that season was terminated and it was all done by computer in the end but yes. the troubles Macclesfield have meant that Stevenage did stay up and it it looked like their struggles were going to continue into next season they're in last place um, with only two wins in their first 18 matches that boxing day but from then from then under Alex Ravel they turned it around they won 10 matches drew nine times and only lost five games ended up finishing in 14th place they just had an incredible run of form when they were they were going through and beating everyone home and away I mean that they, they just turned it around with a snap of a finger it's incredible yeah it can it can happen like that you know a new signing a new manager some some new influence coming in yeah. and, uh, and and it's just what you need to sort of cling to and say you know you're, you're out there in the sea and you're drowning and you're bobbing <laughs> around and you can't stay afloat anymore then all of a sudden you see that log floating in the ocean and you you scramble for it and and, and Stephen scrambled for it they grabbed hold of it and they made a ship out of it and they sailed up into 14th place and um, you know they they're, they're due for a good season We'll see what they we we'll see what they've got today against uh, against what looks to me to be a strong Hitchin side. Yeah, and for Hitchin, uh, sorry for Steve, it's not a rebuilding job. But if you look at players like David Stockdale, who they had an emergency loan from Wickham Wanderers, obviously someone going two leagues below where they normally were. Romain Vincelot, he he's finished his time at the club. They had a few players. Um, who, who were really impressive last season. I think um, Tom Pett went on to 
uh, to Port Vale, correct me if I'm wrong. So they have lost a couple, and that's something that EFL sides do become accustomed to. The likes of David Stockdale, who are always going to be recalled, but those useful goalkeepers, they had a Chelsea loanee as well for the last couple of years, whose name beats me now. Yeah. Um, but you, you have to you have to get used to that, and you've just got to carry on, make the signings, and they're a smart club in the transfer window too. Yeah, I've, I've, that's right. I mean, it's very important what you do in the transfer window, especially just sort of before the season. It's a little bit different when you're talking about January, the January jumble sales, uh, as I call them, which is where Arsenal do most of their shopping and end up with <laughs> <laughs> loads of rubbish. But um, yeah, no, but I think Borough have been quite smart and they've pulled in the right players. I like how everyone does still call them Borough. It was officially dropped uh, in 2010 as part of a rebranding uh, following promotion to League Two from the conference, but that's never going to go away. It's Stevenage Borough. That's you that's know it. that's how most people know and love them. Yeah, I mean that's either their Borough. That's it. That's yeah. they can drop what you like, mate. It's still the Borough. Mm. Changed their crest five times since 1976, and they originally founded. So they haven't really settled on one. They've got a nice smart one now, a bit like Hitchin. Yeah, yeah, we got a posh one. So it's, it's the year of the logo. Um, everyone's getting their logos up, up branded. Yeah, Swansea, are. I think Oldham did as well. A few clubs are, but Stevenage changed theirs back in 2019. Came with the uh, the Burger King sponsorship as well, which I think ends this year. But they still got their home kit from last season there. They're not going to reveal a whole new one away at Hitchin for the first friendly of the summer. No. Uh, so they're stuck with this one. No more sponsor on it, though, so you won't see the Burger King. I do like a kit without a sponsor, though. There's something nice about it. I do, but, um, you know, it's it's crucial um, finances for some yeah. clubs, especially at, at Hitchin's nine level, nine you know. <coughs> right then. Uh, we are ready. Number three pre-season friendly for the summer for the Canaries. Number one for Stevenage. And it's going to be Rio da Silva to get us underway. Just waiting as Finn on the tunnel goes through his paces. So da Silva hitching, kicking from left to right. It is indeed going to be Max Ryan uh, at left back. Ryan Smith, Cody Cole Stevens in midfield. Weber, Hanaku and Akabween uh, complete the defence. And now we're underway then. Ryan Smith across uh, the back into Daniel Akabween. This promises to be a very good game of football. Looking forward to it, Freddie, absolutely. And there's Hitchin have ridiculously given the ball away. And the Stevenage number nine looking to jilt his way through into the box. But he's had to, uh, he's had to draw reverse gear just for a moment there. Well done for Hitchin in defence for blocking him out then and uh, and inevitably it's gone all the way back to the back three at Stevenage at the moment shuffling it amongst themselves looking to pin a guy going forward the big number nine's gone to chase that but uh, he wouldn't get hold of that even if he had a rocket strapped to him yeah Harry Draper looking to go over the top had some time on loan at Hitchin I think during the maybe the early stage of the 1920 campaign scored a few goals up front he can kind of play just off the striker as a centre forward or he can play up front he's in that number nine role today a really good player to watch once he gets going he's made a couple of substitute appearances for the first team in the in the recent campaign Scott Cuthbert with the head of forward flicked down yeah. into the midfield into Elliot List a very tricky player is List inside the box taking on down where tackle comes in from Max Ryan who knows exactly how to give away a penalty in his yep. time at Hitchin different, different they get away with it it's back <laughs> with Scott Cuthbert yeah it's now a different different referee to the St Albans one yeah Elliot List already up there looking to get him behind former, former Gillingham forward. Very tricky player. He was voted player of the year by the fans at the end of the last season. So someone Hitchin should be especially wary of him and Draper up front could cause some real problems, you'd feel. Uh, and here is Rosh Marshall at the back then for Stevenage. He was going through those heading drills with uh, Cuthbert before the game as Lines picks it up in the uh, deep-lying midfield role. Uh, 
And it's with Alfie Williams coming forward now. Williams out wide, down by Hitchens' dugout. No Mark Burke today. I wonder if he's hiding somewhere around the ground or if he's late out, but I haven't seen him. Uh, so here's Elliot Osborne down the right, looking to get across in, taking on Max Ryan. First time I've seen Ryan play at left back. He played a bit at centre back. That's where he came through the Watford Academy playing in that role. And then can play in midfield, can play on the right side. Uh, used at, at left back today. Ben Woolster is on the bench, by the way, as is Stan Georgiou, who is also very much capable in that position. So we'll see them get a run out, I'd imagine, at some point in the second half. Here's Elliot List again. List out wide. Ball swung in. Is fairly deep, as you say, out to Ben Coker on his left foot. Stephen is left back. Down by the corner flag, taking on uh, Alex Marsh. Ball in. Pollock lets one. it go. Draper. Oh, and no. he's headed it wide. I'm not sure if he headed it onto his knee well, or something. Because it's ended up wide. It looks like it took two touches. What an opportunity. A let, off for a let off for Hitchin. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for Stevenage. Uh, just gone wide. I mean, to be fair, I don't know. It's got to be harder to put that wide than it is to stick it in the back of the net. But uh, fair play. Grace's B to Hitchin Town. It's still nil-nil. Big, big chance then uh, for the Borough. Here, made the short journey uh, from the Lamex, just down the road here in Hertfordshire. Webb captaining Hitchin out to Max Ryan. Hitchin, by the way, in their all new yellow and green strip. The second outing this one's had. They played the purple one on, uh, oh, on Tuesday on, night. Looked absolutely gorgeous, that kit. They've, I mean, surely in, in recent memory, best kits we've seen at Hitchin for a long time. It's definitely one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Um, both, both of these, two at once. Well, I really love this kit. I mean, the, the pink one's gorgeous and it's full of emotion with all the people that sponsored it yeah. and their names are on it and everything. That's wonderful. But, but this kit's lovely, isn't it? It really is done an incredible job and you've got to say as well Stu Curtis he he designed effectively that purple one as well um, excellent so what a job he's done should be some higher clubs looking to snap him up with those skills yeah here's Max Ryan then you do have that option of a, of a right footer from the left hand side and that's what his corner was in from Rio de Silva Joseph oh. Anang comes and the final touch was off Laurie Marsh he just got there in front of Anang and that's the sort of foul maybe you'd get at Premier League under 23 level but you're not going to get it here I, I wouldn't say no. uh, Joseph Anang in goal on loan for this season from West Ham under 23s Obviously, with the loss of David Stockdale, they've looked to go again. It's another lonely goalkeeper. I think it's the third in a row Steve Dish have had. Is it? So they're getting through them a little bit. Haven't really found that permanent solution. But I suppose as a goalkeeper, you can keep copying, ch um, chopping and changing them. Yeah, no, you can. I mean, as you see, the second half, they've, they've got trialist B. So there's another goalkeeper yeah. um, in the making or in the loaning or whatever they're going to do with him. Ball uh, wide to Max Ryan, uh, looking to take it forward for Hitchin. Being a good even start to this game. Four and a half minutes played, and you're listening to HCFC Radio. Freddie Cardi and Marek Leonic uh, are your commentators as ever. Here's Dan Webb going back into Charlie Horlock. Horlock now into uh, a Hanaku at the back, back into his goalkeeper in that dark red strip. Goes forward down the line out wide, looking for Laurie Marsh on the left hand side, and the header. Goes out into the crowd and will come back in uh, for a hitch and throw in enjoyable football. Yeah, no, it's been very pacey. Like I say, Stevenage have had the uh, upper hand at the moment. How they're not 1-0 up is, uh, is still beyond me. Yeah, Drake um, will be kicking himself. Yeah, I'm sure he will. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Hitchin uh, have, have yet to really mount uh, an attack yet, but it's early days. Uh, Hannah uh, to Smith. Oh, dear. Uh, bustled off the ball by Elliot List. He's very strong and pacey, and oh, he's got a shot at him too, which is saved by Horlock. Draper, what a save again by Charlie Horlock. Beautiful Not once, save. but twice, and now Hitchin will look to break, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But Hitchin on the attack now, De Silva into Alex Marsh, what a turnaround. This could be Marsh looking for options. He's got one in Akabween. The pass just 
dies a bit, so Akabin can run onto it. Marsh looking to get into That's the middle. Good ball in. Not dealt with by Cuff, but it's back into the hands of Anang. What a save by Charlie Horlock. A double, a double save. save. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it, from Charlie? That's, this is why he's, he's our number one. And what a superb save. The first save was, was hard enough, and yeah. then he's from the ground to get up and then dive the, the complete width of your goal to keep out uh, uh, another, another shot from the big number nine there. Um, Harry Draper for Stevenage again. Marsh almost gives it away, and Akerbeen just about deals with it. Webb needs to move that quickly. Easy to forget the golfing class between the two sides. It is obviously two sets of 11, but we saw with Luton you're going to get punished playing out from the back, and Webb almost making that mistake there as Horlock moves it out wide, and here's Max Ryan again. Plenty of time on the ball, but I suppose Stevenage won't, won't know with Ryan. He, he is right-footed. They'll quickly realise it, but every yep. time he gets forward, he's going to cut onto that right-hand side. It will become predictable eventually. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, any winger worth his weight knows he'll uh, pick him up and know that he's got one foot. Uh, and, and he'll play him on it, but then, uh, you know, we've got, like you say, we've got other options that we can sort of switch it up a little bit. Teal over the top, looking to put in Rio de Silva, ball back with Anang now. It'll be really interesting this. It's two quality defenders at the back for Stevenage, and Rio de Silva obviously brought on with the role of trying to get in behind them. He's got the pace on them, you feel, into Alex Marsh now. Linking up on the edge of the box, de Silva again, Ooh. taking on his man. It's one back well uh, by Alfie Williams at the back. Yeah, he done there. He done well there, Williams. Actually, to get hold of the ball because Sitchin were looking threatening. We're still looking threatening coming forward. They've been flagged offside now. De Silva uh, just marginally offside there. Uh, so seven minutes have been played then in this one, and the score is nil-nil on HCFC Radio. Steaming is the best chance of the game uh, so far with Harry Draper as they come forward now again with Ben Coker. Um, if we do ever, if we do go on air at some point, do give us a tweet uh, off air at some point. Do give us a tweet and let us know as well. We've had a couple of difficulties in this one, but I think everything's fine so far. It says we've got a few listeners still, so I hope we're all fine. Uh, do stick with us if we do go down, because we've got the best man in the job to get us back on air in Maracali, unit. Yeah, I'll do my best. Uh, we've got some uh, networking problems, but that's not the uh, that's not your interest at all at the moment. Your interest is where the ball is, and at the moment it's with uh, Cuthbert at the back for Stevenage. Looking to build and come forward and mount another attack against Hitchingtown. Here's Williams then, into the midfield. I think a little shout for a foul there, and they'll come forward again uh, with Elliot Osborne, who signed for Stockport County last year. He won the FA Trophy in National League North there. Uh, it was their first league title in 52 years when he won that, and they uh, solidified their position in the National League in the previous campaign. And made the step up from National League. Uh, to EFL football as the ball's out wide with Draper he's come over to that left hand side and now in the middle with Ross Marshall Steven is just looking to move the ball around first friendly of the summer for them they want to get uh, get to know each other get the ball on the turf it's a really really good playing surface yeah the, the, the ground is lovely fair play to the groundsmen today they've really done a good job Everyone's been remarking on it, I think, today. And the Canary, Club, uh, Canary Kitchen's been especially busy. Charlie Horlock, who made that excellent double save a couple of minutes ago. Always called into action early as Horlock. He'll have been disappointed. Let a penalty in uh, on Tuesday night. As the ball went in, just guessed wrong. Here's Draper again. Really good hold-up, man. But Coldicott Stevens has nicked it off him. Curse of the commentator there is Coldicott Stevens. Goes into Alex Marsh, taking his time in the midfield, picks out Kai Till, the silver is miles offside, okay. but it won't get near him anyway. And it's back with Joseph Anang. He's in England under 20 international, is Anang. So really one for the future, playing his trade now in League Two, first season 
for Stevenage. Uh, Bath City are playing Cardiff in a friendly. We're trying to keep you up to date with a few of these. Luton beat Rochdale 4-0 uh, in that game. That was behind closed doors one at the Dale. Ball over the top now and List, who's really dangerous already, Elliot List. Yeah, he's looked quite snappy, hasn't he? Yeah. This when he gets the ball and he, he jilts to the left, jilts to the right. Look, always looking to lose his man. Headed well away done. now. He might fancy a shot here, actually, Ben Coker. Uh. Takes it on the chest, slips into the middle for his number four. It's cleared away. It's Jake Reeves eyeing up a shot. Now Cody Cox Stevens, great work by him. Goes around Chris Lines and then <laughs> drops the shoulder. Goes out wide, drops the shoulder again. Yeah. Um, Centre midfielder, Josh Cody Cox Stevens. But a couple there from... Your attacking midfielder, your Lionel Messi kind of playbook. Really good to see their confidence is on show from the Hitchin boys so far. Back with Cuthbert now. Signed from Luton in 2018 to Cuthbert. But it's really been a, a Sol Campbell kind of transfer. He slotted in perfectly at <laughs> centre-back. He had his youth career at Celtic. A proud Scotsman. And so signed after being promoted to League One. Had loan spells from Celtic at Livingston and St Mirren in his early days. And... The captain of the club now uh, for Stephen is really integral part of their side on and off the pitch. As Borough come forward again, looking to dink one in towards the back post. Too much in it for Harry Draper and Laurie Marshall. Uh, hook that one away out for a Stevenage throw in. Yeah, no, he, to, he did well there, Laurie Marsh, just making sure that his man can't get to the ball and uh, dink it out. The throw in's come in and they've looked to play it across the other side of the pitch now, where it's picked up uh, by the uh, number two, trialist A. Uh, looking to make an impression and uh, he's done quite well there just to sort of dink his way past um, Max Ryan. List, list oh. getting into the box and he, Ryan just stands his ground actually, does really he well. Got stopped that uh, time. And here is Kai Teal, only turned 18 the other day, but you really wouldn't tell. Teal now, Cuthbert goes in on him, slotted into Laurie Marsh, he's got Rio Silva in the middle, elects to cut it back oh. and it was nowhere near his brother Alex in the end. And yeah. it looked like Hitchin were in behind Rio de Silva was free as a bird. Yeah, he was screaming for it, wasn't it? But um, Laurie's just sort of uh, cut it back to his brother Alex, who by that time had sort of two Stevenage players on him and uh, he was crowded out. No chance of getting on the end of that. Ball forward now, looking for Harry Draper. Get, doesn't quite get his head on it into Coldicott Stevens now. He's had plenty of the ball uh, so far. Hitchin again uh, with Dan Webb at centre back. This is HCFC Radio, Hitchin nil. Uh, Stevenage nil. Alex Revel, Stevenage side. By the way, Revel, what a day he had the other day. It was his 38th birthday on Wednesday. Uh, so he would have been able to celebrate England against Denmark on his birthday. Brilliant. What a day for him. Yeah, yeah, good day. Imagine having a birthday tomorrow. Would not envy you if you did. It could really go either way. I had the FA Cup final the day before mine last year, and as an Arsenal fan, that was a, a great little birthday gift watching that one from France. But never happened before. You normally have it in early June, so it was a nice change. Here's Alex Marsh back into Dan Webb through the middle, and Scott Cuthbert will say, that's yours, Joseph Hanang at the back, making the step from under 23 to League Two football. Suppose as goalkeeper, it's not, not as different than it would be if you're an outfielder, but maybe when, when the corner's coming in, you're all claiming for it. You will feel the difference from under 23 to EFL a little bit more. Well, it's experience, isn't it, with goalkeepers really more than anything, you know, and, and you know, how, how well you can distribute a ball, how well you can position mm. yourself. It's, it's just experience, really. Coker into the midfield, into Jake Reeves. Looked energetic early on. Back into Coker, who made 42 appearances for the club last season. And he's barely had time to go away on holiday before the start of this new pre-season. 
And his new contract, I've got to say, the Steve, the social media team are here. They did a great job with announcing his new contract. Just had a man popping a bottle of Coke and drinking it without revealing the face. And everyone thought, yeah, we know what's happening here. Yeah. And it was very well done. His loan from Lincoln City made permanent uh, this summer earlier on. He was born in Hatfield, was Coca, so a local. And he's got his own YouTube channel as well. He's charted his, uh, his recovery from an ACL injury. Uh, so maybe worth a watch that one. Uh, Steven has a corner, first one uh, of the game, I think, and it's going to be taken. It's a free kick, actually, because Max Ryan... Yeah, uh, it's just done by the corner flag. It's Reeves. Right foot is going to be swinging away from Charlie Horlock's goal. Nightmare for a goalkeeper to defend with. It's low, well really well headed away by Caldicott Stevens, who's started this game really well. Started a couple of games, actually. That's a good and he goes over the, the top to Rio de Silva. Now Rio de Silva, only one man he's with him. Marshy. Oh, looking for Marsh. And he's picked out the Stevenage defender. I don't oh. think Marek was happy with that. No, I wasn't happy about it at all. I'd rather he took the shot on himself, to be honest, and try and do the, the impossible pass. Um, yeah, anyway, but it's positive. It was a good mm. forward run and, uh, and we're Just we're maybe attacking. held on to it a touch too long. I think Slip so. him in early, he's through and goal. But, I mean, the game's opening up a bit for, for Hitchin now and looks like Stevenage have just dropped off five, ten yards. They've realised the silver has got the pace on maybe Cuthbert yep. uh, and Marshall at the back and paying off for Hitchin so far. It's just that final ball. Obviously, as to Silva, you're not used to being that one man going forward and having no. to look up as a winger. You're used to, you know, going down the left-hand side, assessing your options, maybe going in. But when you're running through the middle, it's a different ball game. So he's got to adjust to that sharpish. Yeah, no, I mean, playing, playing central is obviously um, a lot different to playing down the wings. So he's going to have to get used to that. But it is a shirt with no name, if you like, uh, at Hitchin Town at the moment. So if he wants to make it his shirt, he's going to have to do better than that. Still goalless then at top field in Stevenage's first pre-season friendly of 2021. Hitchens third, they've lost one and won one. A 7-0 defeat uh, against Luton Town. And then a 4-1 win over Brett Donnelly's Stockford. Good to see Brett and catch up with him, wasn't it, on Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, it was. Always it was lively. Cracking. Yeah, he's always a lively old sort, isn't he? He says as long as you can drink four pints in the bar afterwards, you'll get selected. Yeah, you remember, that's how he chose his coaching staff, apparently. You could drink the most. <laughs> and I'm not even, that he's probably not even joking as well. Well, it's po possibly. There's a yeah. few people who, who were applying for that. Bet the applications happen in a pub somewhere in Stockfold. Elliot Osborne now coming through, looking for the cross ball, but it's well blocked out there by Dan Akebuin. Um, looking for good for Hitchin so far, isn't it? I know they held Luton for half an hour, and at the moment, defensively, they've looked good. It's just attacking where the, the problems have been. But the likes of Caldicott, Steve, is really trying to stake a claim Ooh. as the ball comes across. The header whistles wide in the end uh, by Elliot Osborne, the attacking midfielder. <coughs> yeah, no, that was, uh, that was quite uh, some way away from the... Uh, from the from the goal actually as mm. Charlie Horlock's got a bit of a walk now to go and retrieve the ball. Only goalkeeper's been probably tested is Horlock, but great save. Was a really good save, not Absolutely. once but twice in short succession. Always such a such an asset to this Hitchin team when Michael Johnson departed for St Albans a couple of years Hello, ago. Big Sam's on a run. And Horlock's just slotted back in. Rio de Silva taking on Cuthbert as well. Cuthbert's gone up against a few people in his time. And he's done. Oh, that's Amber. He's having a bit of trouble with the silver in this one actually. <laughs> And Hitchin, to be fair, they would obviously watch Cuthbert head ball after ball away in the warm-up and keep it on the floor to try and get him behind. That's what they've done. I'll tell you what, he headed them balls so hard I thought he was going to punch a one of them. Almost took someone out in the crowd with one header. Yeah, 
Yeah, he did. Didn't even care as well. He thought, right, next ball. And that's just who you're dealing with. And he's right in De Silva's shoulder. De Silva will be relishing this battle, though. It's all about the passing to him. Well, I think De Silva's got the beating of him, yeah. if, if I'm honest. So, um, you know, we'll look to see how that, that little battle there develops. Max Ryan uh, back into Charlie Horlock, former Eastbourne Borough goalkeeper. Had a couple of years on the south coast of Eastbourne and Hastings for rejoining uh, Hitchin Town. That's oh. really good defending there, actually, in there by Ben Coker, former yeah. Lincoln man. Uh, won League Two with Southend as well. Plenty of really, really experienced players. Coker showed it there up against Alex Marsh. It's a, it's a really strong backline, this Stevenage one. Yeah, no, I mean, they've, they've held very strong. Uh, no, nothing more than you'd expect, really, for, uh, mm. for a league side. Ball back then uh, with Dan Akerbeen for Hitchin. And goes back into a Hanaku. The trusty guys on the right side of Hitchin's defence. Stevenage come pushing off, and they've done really well, actually. Almost caught Alex Marshall's side, but balls into Kai Till. And it's a big header there by Chris Lyons. Back into Anang. It's hoofed that one right up in the he air. Very little choice It's come there. down now, down Webb. Just leans into his man. It's back with Alfie Williams in the midfield. Williams out wide into trialist eight. First touch for him. Will he get our trialist of the match award today? There's three more coming on in the second half. There is, Including yeah. one in goal. Cuthbert again. Uh, back into his centre-back partner, Ross, Ma uh, Ross Marshall. 20-year-old started out with Ipswich Town. And now it's wide with Coker again. Stevenage nil, Hitchin nil at Topfield and HTFC Radio. 19 minutes exactly have been played and a really really good game local derby saw Hitchens under 18s play Stevenage earlier and the last meeting between these two sides was back in 2019 it was a 3-0 win uh, for Stevenage Curtis Guthrie scored two Charlie Horlock saved a penalty in that one and he's replicating those exploits so far today as a long shot comes hey. in into the arms of Charlie Horlock good hit though yeah no, set good himself hit. up yeah, he did. Now you've got to say that's a that's a very good hit, but like that's bread and butter for Charlie Orlock. Yeah. After them two world class ones he made, that was a that was a stroll in the park. That one. Well, that Stevenage hitching game back in 2019, uh, five Stevenage players in the current squad played that day, and only Charlie Horlock, Jack Green, Dan Webb, Max Ryan, and Lewis Barker are still on the hitching side today. So things really can change. Sam King as well was on the bench, and he's featured a couple times in pre-season, not in hitching squad today. Uh, and actually, Hitchin did beat Borough 3-2 in pre-season 2012. I can imagine what a win that was. Yeah. Uh, in 2013, however, a year later, they came back and hammered us 5-0. Uh, <laughs> and in 2017, it was a one-all draw. So plenty of recent history between the two sides. And Hitchin, no strangers to a win back in 2012. Beaten 3-2 at top field. You can imagine that one. Yeah. Probably a conference side back then, I'd imagine, Stevenage. Yes, I would have thought so. so now. A, little a little closer. Different. But still, you know, I mean, we're, we're watching the game. There's been chances at both ends. Yeah. Like I say, it needed a world-class save from Horlock to, to keep it at nil-nil. But uh, and, and I don't really think that Anang has been super-tested. But mm. uh, we've definitely had chances both ends. And this, you know, it's, this could go anyway. Make sure to stick around with us at half-time. We'll be joined by excellent journalist Leif Yusuf. We'll be previewing uh, the final tomorrow. As we all know, England v India, uh, not India, uh, Italy, and having a you little catch-up as well. You and come on. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. We're talking bigger balls, Freddie. Yeah, I'll preview that another time if you want. England, <laughs> India, looking forward to that. What's the score against Pakistan at the moment? An ODI reduced to 47 overs. England currently 160, uh, no, 220 for seven. Uh, they've put on a bit of a partnership now. Uh, that's in the second ODI against Pakistan. England leading 
uh, 1 0. I don't think there's any Wimbledon on. I think there's tomorrow that's the final there. Um, so that's the only sport going on. Luton beat Rochdale 4 0 in a friendly earlier today. Here is Courtney Stevens at the back. Looks like he was clipped there, actually. Stevens players fighting for control of the ball back there with Elliot List now. List back into the midfield. It'll be that's a great ball. Looking then. for Harry Draper. Goes over here into Ben Coker. First game since signing permanently with Lincoln from Lincoln City. Uh, and now it's back into uh, number eight, Chris Lines. Lines to Coker and Coker to Reeves. Stevenage enjoying the possession now, but they want something to show for it. And they won't get it so far because Ryan Smith will clear it away into Scott Cuthbert. And back into Joseph Hanning is in the dark grey goalkeeper strip. He's got shiny pink and black boots as well. Yeah. So, saw Charlie Horlock had odd gloves the other day. Yeah. But he's got the same pair today. Oh, okay. Must have found the other one then. Yeah, he must have done. Or the trend has passed. Yeah. I, I still think it's a good shout. Put off the strikers. Yeah, I, I like do. the I like the idea of it. We saw Wickham had that kaleidoscope goalkeeper kit a couple of years ago. That's right, yeah. Uh, to put off him. And it obviously worked. David Stockdale was wearing that. Didn't have a similar one when he was at Stevenage, I don't think. But <laughs> got Holly Annabelle and the dog Margot, who tore up our house last night listening in. Uh, so a big shout out to them. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Absolutely. And here is Akerbween down the right-hand side. Alex Marshall crossing the midfield. Kai Till showing for the ball as well. Coldicott Stevens into Dan Webb. It's a, it feels like a really even game to me, Marek. I'm really enjoying myself in this one. Yeah, no, Easy it's good. Easy to commentate on. That's always a sign of a good game. Here's Akerbween. Hitching looking to create. Both Marsh twins showing for it in the midfield. We were trying to tell them apart oh, earlier of a little silver. game, Come and on. it is impossible even though you got it right the other day. I did, and I told you that was luck. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've got twins, and I know it's luck, because I used to get mine, yeah. mine mine the right way around, luckily, <laughs> as well. How long did that take you, though? I still haven't got it right. Yeah. If I see one of them on its own, it sort of always does throw me. No, yeah. one of them's got a big, long beard now, so it kind of helps out a little That's bit. That's what you've got to do, haven't you? You have. So if I only, funny, only one of them grew the hair out or something like that, it'd be so yeah. much easier, but they've got to try and look exactly the same. We'll get Marshy to grow a beard. The only thing we've got is shirt numbers. Thank goodness for that. Uh, here's Cordycott Stevens. No foul, says the referee. Taking it over the halfway dink. line, looking for Rio da Silva, going up against Trialist Day, who deals with it comfortably down by the all-new Canary Kitchen. Uh, moves it up the line uh, into Elliot Osborne. He's playing on the right-hand side today for Stevenage. Do get in touch, by the way. We're both on Twitter, and you can uh, use all the kind of the messaging and the chat services on our website, hdfc.radio12345.com, if you want a shout-out. We'll be checking those throughout the game we'd love to hear from you if you're enjoying it any predictions or anything today I forgot to ask for yours but as it's still nil-nil yeah. we can make new ones so what are you saying for this one? Oh, tough one tough one tough one uh, come on then uh, five <laughs> four no there three, ain't going to be no fives two. in this one um, <laughs> I'm going to say two all there you go two all well I've got to say I, I said England were going to beat Denmark 2-1 and I said to Tyler in yep. our text conversation that Hitchin were going to beat Stockford 4-1 I'm yet to predict the Euro final because I know there's it's a lot riding on that here's Laurie Marsh headed away out for another corner for Stevenage it'll be collected back in the crowd just getting in front of um, big Scott Cuthbert there to, to put the ball out into touch otherwise Cuthbert was going to yeah. tear the net with that one <laughs> here's Jake Reeves then uh, to take the corner <coughs> Reeves just taking his time new signing joined from National League Nor Knox County uh, a oh. couple weeks ago uh, just recently actually I think it was Thursday he signed 
Another little dink from Cuthbert there, this time on his foot rather than his head, sending it sailing over the crossbar, so Hitchin escape again. Nil-nil, it remains then, uh, and the, we are 25 minutes in, so Hitchin have almost closed out the half an hour mark like they did against Luton. And you'd, you'd imagine Mark Burke would have said that's the first aim. Well, I know he's not here, but the coaching staff would have said, keep it quiet for half an hour, and you'd maybe bemoan almost a lack of chances. Yeah. They've almost had a couple as well. Here's Alex Marsh looking to create again. Marsh into Laurie Marsh. Is in a bit of Kai space Teal's now, needs to pick the room. pass. He's pa oh, he's passed oh. it to Alex, and there again, the final ball not quite linking up. Yeah, the no. difference between the two sides at times. If only yeah. one of these passes sticks, Hitchin will be in behind him with a shot on goal. It's literally just that that through ball that's just not quite connecting with a front runner. Um, and if we do get one in, you know... We <laughs> Here's the number 12 for Stevenage. Alfie Williams brought down by Ackerby. I think the referee will, will give a foul for that one. No question really there. Quite possibly, uh, quite possibly a free kick to Stevenage on this uh, left-hand side of the 18-yard box. Um, one one of our younger members isn't too happy about it. No, <laughs> big complaints. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Chris Lyons standing over it, and um, and we've also got is that Coca standing over it with him? Uh, it's you know Reeves as well, uh, the recent signing, 28-year-old midfielder uh, from Notts County. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be Reeves to take it. Yeah, it will be right foot. Two men in the wall, Marsh and uh, Smith. Reeves in, almost a repeat of that third goal that Luton scored a week ago today. Here's Horlock then, ball in his hands. Just bowls it out into Alex Marsh. He'll try and chip one down the line for Kai Till. Just over the head of Coldy got Stevens. Almost got there, not the tallest. Wasn't far away at all. No, now. just needed to make a connection with it. And uh, again, we were three on two. Coker, the left back, back into the midfield for Chris Lines. Stevenage now looking to switch it as well. Max Ryan will come across and the ball's beaten him. He's overcommitted a little bit there actually, but he gets back and just does enough to pressure trial his day out of things there. Uh, and it'll be a throw in uh, for the Canaries. Alex Revel then, uh, Revelle's drawn 22 out of 55 games in charge of Stevenage, which is more than he's won or lost. Um, so the way he's steadied the ship really has been by getting those draws, the goalless draws, the the scoring draws is how he's done it so far, 22 out of 55 games. They'll look to turn some of those into wins in the new season. It's an interesting one for Stevenage where their aims will be. I'd imagine maybe just north of mid-table they'll be, they'll be liking next season, but you know you can, can never be too composed, you can never consolidate on what you've earned so far. Here's Marsh looking for Rio de Silva. Sliding tackle comes in really well by Ross Marshall, the back showing his experience. And now Teal comes in. Looking to challenge his man back out with Ben Coker, who's had the most of possession so far, into Alfie Williams on his left foot. He's got boots that match the kit. A lot of these Stevenage players do, actually. Got white and red boots as well. They've had that right, uh, the white and red colour scheme really since they were founded in 1976. They founded a Stevenage borough following the demise and the bankruptcy of Stevenage Athletic, the town's former club. And they're actually the first team to win a competitive final at the new Wembley. They beat Kidderminster Harriers 3-2 in 2007 to win the FA Trophy. Oh, wow. In front of over 53,000 on that day. And they, and two years later, they won it again. Wow, that's Obviously, brilliant. while they were in the non-league system, wouldn't have the opportunity to do it now. But first team to win a, a trophy at the new Wembley. And that's something their fans hold very de dearly to heart as well. Really good stat. 
little bit of pressure there from uh, Harry Draper causing Dan Akubine to just put it out for a, a Stevenage throw in. It's deep in uh, hitching territory now and uh, again a little bit of jiggling between the two of them. He's looking to cross the ball in. That's gone too far for the on-running Elliot Osborne. Um, and away in the end out into the new fence. No Alex Brown uh, in the side for Hitchin today. He's unavailable for selection. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and that's probably why Max Ryan's playing left back. But maybe you'd think Wolster would have been op the option. Uh, but I, I mean, with, with the influence of List and people like that running at him, I think maybe Ryan's extra extra pace is probably going to play into Hitchin's hands. And maybe you can see why that decision has been made to, to what for Ryan. And we know he's versatile and, you know, he's never going to shy away from a challenge. No, he's not going to shy. No, that, that ball over the top the now, though. And here is List in behind Ryan, pulls it back. He was brought down. There's a muted shout from behind the goal. No chance. Uh, by the Stevenage fans. No chance for getting anything for that, man. It was well done, Max Ryan. Kai Teal drifting out onto the right-hand side. Got man, time in the ball and space, just what he liked. He's a slip one in behind Cuthbert. It's a really good ball, Licky for De Silva. Cuthbert just got the touch and they looked panicked for a moment. Yeah. Here's nah. Akabuin again. Rio De Silva looking to run in behind Marsh. Teal takes his time. Comes back into Marsh, hitching with the numbers forward. Stevenish with the numbers back. What's going to come of this attack? Marsh slips into De Silva. He's got the options, but he's got to play the way he's facing. De Silva. Marsh again. Will he fancy a shot? He chips one in oh. just uh, onto the head of Scott Cuff. But shot comes in from Ryan Smith, and it was blocked. It looked like he had some airtime on that and had some power. Yeah, no, it did, yeah. But uh, Aki Bean's got in the way of that one, unfortunately, uh, for Hitchin. But fortunately for Stevenage, as they can look to clear their, their ranks now with um, Jake Rees. We uh, will... We will try and bring you a podcast at some point this week, but by this time tomorrow night, I will probably have lost my voice. So it might take a couple of days and also <laughs> will depend on the England result. Um, but we'll, we will try and bring you some sort of content. Obviously, it could be completely different, two different narratives we could be bringing you in that. And the, the highlights from this game will be on Hitchens YouTube channel uh, at some point tomorrow afternoon. So you can watch that as part of preparation for the big game at Wembley. I'll be commentating uh, for those and Eddie Riley out there filming it. At the moment, nice cool afternoon at, yeah. at top field. Sun not quite shining through, but good weather for football, really, this, actually. Yeah, no, it is good weather for football. And the crowds are starting to pile in now as well as the um, Bedford Road Inn is absolutely uh, packed up there. I wouldn't say it was chocker, but it's certainly a healthy crowd over there. Just, and Yeah, it feels like normality is back. It looks it really, does. really good. Um, as Marsh heads it back into Akerween. has got to be careful yeah. into Charlie Horlock Ooh. who clears this. Blocks really well by the ever-present Elliot List who was running back in there. When are they going to understand he's got less time on the ball with these teams? Yeah. You know, you haven't got all day to make a decision. If you're the goalie, you're having a little, your little pop at Akerween there, aren't you? I might, I might have done, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a bad ball to, yeah. to be playing back in. I'd rather you clear it down the flanks, to be honest. Charlie Horlock then uh, to take the goal kick. A little bit of a relief man as Akerween uh, will be as well. Still no goal separating the two sides so far. 33 have been played. Good. It's a good shift from Hitchin, I think. Really They've done very is. well. Stephen is looking to see where that goal's going to come from. And Elliot List looking dangerous. They just haven't quite got Harry Draper into the game. The same way in which uh, Cameron Jerome never really got into the game for Luton. It's been a similar story for Draper. Ball's not quite landing on his head, but he'll be regretting yeah. that chance he missed right at the start. Yeah, he must be. Pull switch wide then into Coca. A lot of time on the left-hand side. Alex Marsh comes in to close him down. Marsh, the former Biggleswade town man. 
This now Draper has it. Now we've cursed him oh, because he's just stuck into the top corner. It's an incredible strike from the former Hitchin Lodi. And we really talked that up on the radio commentary. We said, where's he been? We said he'll be regretting missing that chance. But he's stuck one in there. What a goal by Harry Draper. What a way to separate the two sides finally. Well, it's a scorcher, isn't it? The ball was fed into him from the left-hand side. He's, he's took a little touch and turned his man and just decided, you know what, I'm just outside the 18-yard box, but how about this? Hit it with his right foot and it's nestled itself right into the top right-hand corner. Charlie Orlock was just a few inches away from it, but just what Stevenich needed, you feel, and we fully cursed the commentator that, didn't we? we well, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. You can, you can have that badge. Yeah, <laughs> I've got plenty of badges. He can, he in can own. thank me for that goal, can Draper. Here's Horlock, Draper closing him down again, and this is where Hitchin against Luton. I mean, yeah. crumbled is maybe harsh, but it was a free, it was a four-minute hat trick. The goals absolutely, the floodgates opened, and the goals started pouring in and this is where Hitchin have got to try and see it out into half time I feel. Well if we're gonna if we're gonna do this playing out from the back stuff that we seem to be uh, dead set on doing you you we're gonna have to sort of make sure that we do it a little bit quicker <laughs> because uh, yeah. we're gonna get caught again you know. But, uh, Cody got Stevens uh, into Akabui, Marsh back into uh, Ahanaku at the back. She's trying to settle things down, switch out wide It'll be an easy enough header for trial this day, but Laurie Marsh putting him under pressure all the same. Back with Elliot Osborne in the midfield. Uh, and at the back again for Stevenage. Have the 1-0 lead courtesy of Harry Draper. Best goal we've seen in the top field in this pre-season, I think it's safe to say. Had a had, had the time in it, but stuck well, the ones we saw on st against Stockfall were pretty much all scrappy and then well. There was, there was one that was pretty nice. Uh, nice Teal scored a nice one, but I don't think anything's going to trump that Draper effort. No, um, it was a, it was a hell of a hit. Outside of the box and bending away from the goalie it as well. It was a hell of no a hit. chance. Not quite top corner, but there yeah. and thereabouts. I, uh, just, I just didn't want to give him the gold medal on that one so far. <laughs> so um, Ball in the middle with Reeves. Spun around and beat De Silva's head as well. A bit confused with where that one ended up. Uh, and here's try this day. Steven is slipping it around now, looking for where the next pass is coming, making these moves really nicely. The movement is excellent. Again, you see, we've done the 30 minutes and we've been playing really well and creating a couple of chances of our own, but uh, hello. Maybe another chance here is move wide. Coker's in space inside the box, shot down oh, well, well and it's really good defending there uh, by Daniel Akabui. Yeah, again, we've lasted out. We lasted out of 30 minutes, uh, playing really well, I thought, but uh, there's nothing you could have done about that goal, really. It was, it was just... Uh, one of them shots, wasn't it? We just got to hope that the, uh, you know, the heads don't go down. But um, yeah, I think they'll be all right. And just a shame some of these half chances we've had, and just getting in behind the silver running through, and one man in defence, one man running down the other side, and just failing to connect has been a real shame at times for Hitchin. Uh, and Stevenage have made them pay in the end. Throw in then uh, for Dan Aquin of Hitchin Town. Looks hey. like he's leaving it on the ground. It's, it looks like it's going to be a free kick unless Charlie Orlock's coming over to throw it in. But it is a free yeah, kick free and Charlie kick. Orlock's going to take it. Didn't quite see what that was for, actually. Sororry, guys. No, neither did I. So Horlock right we'll take it. We'll be swinging this one across the field. Horlock then taking his time on it. He's got Alex Marsh down the right-hand side. 
He might choose to switch it as well. He goes down right, looking for Marsh. Coker and Marshall coming back. Great header on there by Marshall. Cody got Stevens sends it straight back at him. Then Cuthbert almost takes out his own man. Lucky he didn't really connect with his head. Might have had a couple problems there. Sort of yeah. thing you hate to see as a manager. Is Akabween. Slots one in, looking, oh, looking to find someone in the box. And no chance is taken by Stevenage. They've cleared it out. And I think it might well be Hitchens' first corner of the game. And we've played... Uh, 37 minutes. Nice ball from Akabeen down this uh, right-hand side looking for Alex Marsh and uh, it was intercepted by um, by Stevenage and put out uh, very nice and neatly and discreetly for uh, for our first corner. Second half team going through the motions uh, for Stevenage. We'll read them out at some point. There's four trialists who are going to be playing and that one including uh, trialists being goal. But in the meantime looks like uh, Kai Teal taking the corner. Bit of problems yeah. with the footballs on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> So Teal to take, down on the right-hand side, right-footed corner. Plenty of customers in the box, including Dan yeah. Webb. He knows his way around that box. Teal swings it in then. It's a really good delivery, maybe just a bit too much flight on it in the end. Had a lot of power on it, too much for everyone now. Hitching players get back into the box. Ryan Smith flicks it out. Oh, it's just not Smith. linking up for them. Get the ball in the box there. Well done, Cody Cox-Stevens. Had a really good game in the midfield so far for the Canaries. Been a bit of a standout, I think, actually. Uh, referee waves play on there. Here's Ryan oh, Smith. Ryan again. Gives Come it on, away. Mate. Struggled a bit in this one so far, unfortunately. And now Stephen is trying to play some football. Play their way out. They haven't been able to. To Silver on the edge of the box. Lays it off to Kai Teal. Oh, straight into the hands of Anang. Really good connection, but straight at the goalkeeper. What a hit that was, mate. I tell you, either side of the goalkeeper, he might have been hard stretched to get there, but straight down his throat, first, no problem. Might well be Hitchens' first shot on goal, unfortunately, but what a strike it was. Absolutely. So nearly an equaliser for the Canaries. It was always going to be that man, Kai Teal. As the ball's in the box of Anang now, just about gather it. <laughs> I'll Hitchin tell you, that was just on the line. pressure. Yeah, no, it's good. It's about time, too. It's, like you say, it's probably our first uh, decent effort on target, and... Um, like I say, either side of the goalkeeper and we could have been looking at an equaliser. Over the top from Cuthbert, looking for List, who heads it up in the air. Spent uh, five years at uh, Gillingham. Oh, Gillingham, I always forget. There's two There's two different ones. Let's have the chant. Let's have the chant. G-I-L-L-I-N. G-H-A-M. Gillingham. La, 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 la. Yeah, there you go. That's the old chant that the Gillingham boys do. custom. So spent five years there before making their move to Stevenage in 2019. I'll try and find some more Gillingham players. Yeah. Who you can sing the song for. There's always been a few. Fine voice. Max Ryan down the line. You're a producer, not a singer, though, aren't you? I am a producer, yep. Not really a singer, more of a backing singer. Wasted, wasted talent, as you've just shown, as the ball comes back in uh, into Ross Marshall. Five minutes to go until half time. Make sure to stick around on HDFC Radio as well. Be joined by uh, Leif Yusuf. Always good to catch up with him. I know he's had a little holiday in Cornwall while the Euros have been going on. All right for some, isn't it? <laughs> Always away his life, doesn't work very hard at all, does he? Not really. Easy life. We'll, we'll, we'll make him work, we'll make <laughs> him sweat. <laughs> Ball down the right-hand side into trialist A then. Is he proving his trialist of the match credentials so far? Well, to, to be fair, he's got a bit of pace on him. He's yeah. definitely the paciest defender that they've got on the pitch at the moment. And uh, he's certainly uh, made a few uh, uh, crucial interventions. So uh, whether he's the best trialist mm. of the day, we shall have to wait and see. Yeah, and they don't really have, a, don't really have a, an out-and-out right-back apart from Lou for James Wilden, who we'll see in the, the second half. So maybe they're looking to provide some, uh, some cover for him. And that's what Charlie stays aiming to do so far. Ball into Coker. Chip down the line and it's a foul ooh, off the ooh, ball. Ooh, ooh, Alex Marsh is squaring up to Coker. 
yeah, yeah. Where, where's yeah. his brother running in? No, no, no. <laughs> you don't. You, you leave it to the referee. Yeah. I think. I mean, if it They'll if have this a little laugh the now. Maybe Marsh just winding Coker up a bit. He's seen the funny side of things, but pre-season friendly, good bit of local derby heat and spice. Always good. Well, you've got to have it, haven't you? I mean, Stephen is against itching, you know, really. <laughs> but Good yeah, I think see. I think Marsh, Marshy might, might most probably just sort of yeah. left a little bit on him, and he's he didn't like it. He's jumped up and he's had a go, and Marshy's like, "What are you talking to, mate?" Yeah. And there was a little bit of handbags going on. I think one was sporting the uh, Gucci Continental, and the other one was sporting a Louis Vuitton off-the-shoulder number. <laughs> <laughs> you got a serious knowledge of that subject, to be fair. Yeah, I do love a handbag. Here's Chris Lines to take this free kick. If you are just joining in, um, thanks for spending your Saturday afternoon with us, because that's one thing. Uh, it is HDFC Radio, and currently Harry Draper's goal in the 33rd minute is what separates the two sides. It was a real, real uh, strong hit from the former Hitchin loan. He found the top corner, swerving away from Charlie Horlock. Uh, so finally, after a little interruption, Chris Lines will get us back underway. He signed in January 2021, did lines, and he'll play this one short along the floor into Reeves. He'll fancy a shot himself, oh, takes a deflection, deflection off his own man, and Charlie Horlock can gather it, throw it forward straight away. Max Ryan, a couple of pirouettes, wasn't quite sure where the ball was. Pirouettes again, goes round his man. He loved it, he's a bit now of a dancer, isn't he? He's a yeah, singer-songwriter. Don't know if he, if he busts out the moves on stage, but good bit of skill there, actually. Here's Akebween into Alex Marsh, who's Looks a bit fired up actually after that little collision. Yeah, I'm going to keep my eye the on midfield. them too. Yeah, do. Coker and Marsh. Mm. Something uh, waiting to happen though. But however, they'll only have each other's company for about two more minutes because Coker's not in the second half team. Uh, and here's a chance for Hitchin maybe. Cody receivers for shoot. Oh, oh, just over the bar. On his weaker left foot as well. Wasn't the sweetest of connections. He looked at his options. Didn't really have much. And he thought, I'll go alone. Hey, Freddie, he that, was, that was not a bad effort at all. That was dipping, mate. I'm telling you, that was dipping. And it only just marginally went over the top of the bar. Left um, Anang standing there looking at it. But uh, getting closer, Hitchin Town. Only one goal for the club, Colby Cot Stevens, in a friendly against Harpenden Town in last preseason. Almost was, doubled though. his tally. Yeah, that was a good strike as well, good wasn't strike. it? A similar kind of one. <laughs> yes, yeah. similar a day, but uh, there on his weaker foot too. Colby Cot Stevens looked really, really impressive, staking a claim yeah. in the midfield. Yeah, now like I say, we, we have got a quality of midfielders at the moment, and uh, Colby Cot Stevens letting him letting us know what he has got. Say, hey, remember me? That yeah. was close, Freddie. Certainly was. Lewis Barker is on the bench. He'll be looking to get some action in the second half. Looking forward to seeing Jake Davis oh, being unleashed from the bench as well. Looking to continue his fine form for the Canaries. Stephen is looking to double their lead. Ryan going against oh. uh, going against Elliot List. Somehow the referees played, played on. Not quite sure about that one. It's Teal. Nice little turn from him. Lays it off to Alex Marsh. He should have found themselves in this position so many times throughout this first half. Max Ryan oh. brought down under some pressure from Charlie Stay. With one minute to go to half-time, it should get themselves a late free kick. Well done. Uh, well done there to Max Ryan, really, because it was a... I know he's down and rolling around on the floor, but it, it it didn't look that heavy to me and uh, we've we've got ourselves a nice free kick i hope he's all right max he hasn't hurt his uh, cord finger <laughs> uh, which would be a shame that would be a shame uh celtic two charlton athletic nil uh, in another friendly rangers lost to tranmere earlier on champions of scotland good side tranmere. Sure, scott cuthbert will be happy with that one though hearing that result as a yeah. former celtic lad yeah Here's kai teal then to take this orange boots swings That's in a great cross uh, yeah, just into Anang's hands in the end. It started yeah. off well, and then we yeah, realised the West Ham under-23 man will come out 
uh, and claim that. And you think that should just about be that for half time. Maybe a couple of stoppages that will be added on, and then Hitchin will continue. They'll make a couple changes at half time, I'd imagine, but it'll be relatively the same side. Uh, whereas Stevenage will completely change their uh, outfit, and they got three subs on the bench as well. Ball there, almost a clash between Coca and Marsh. Again, yeah, you can hear them having little words there. with each other as well as he. Marsh has tried to get in the way of his cross and yeah. Coca's cross beat him and he kind of said something to Marsh. Almost put one in on him, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, Kai Tilda's oh, there. Go on, Not Kai. a great challenge uh, against Chris Lines. This game just heating up. He actually <laughs> realised that it's last orders for kicking the Stevenish lads a little bit at the end of this half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And they're just making sure they'll leave top field. they leave the field in style. Rio De Silva looking to do the same as well. Taking on, uh, taking on Jake Reeves. De Silva chips one in looking oh. for Kai Tilda. It's straight at Ross Marshall. Same old, same old for Hitchin. So near, but so far. Yeah, it's just that that ball into the runner, you know. But you have to you have to really say fair play to uh, Scott Cuthbert and Ross Marshall there at the back for Stevenage because they've literally have just yeah. sort of blocked everything. Yeah. And there you go. That's half time. And you feel you feel the silver will look forward to maybe a new centre back pairing in the second half. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and hopefully a little bit more for uh, from him as well. So nice. this, 1-0 uh, to the Borough at half-time. A really entertaining game of football, separated by one man, Harry Draper, uh, with an absolute rocket of a strike. Yeah, it was a belter, wasn't it? An absolute belter. And it's, it's one of those sort of out-of-the-blue kind of like shots. It wasn't sort of... Uh, it just came out of the blue and caught yeah. everybody by surprise. Um, well, look look who's turned up. <laughs> Hello, like. Yeah, 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 just where you were is fine. Right. How you doing, yeah. lads? You alright? Good yeah. We're you. good, enjoying this one. I'm <laughs> sure you must be too. Oh no, that was a cracking game, cracking goal. That wasn't it? Yeah, it's a good game it as well. There's um, there's some good players on both sides, really. So um, yeah, yeah, been very impressed. Justin Silver's looked lively early yeah. on, hasn't he? And um, it's obviously really good to see Dan Webb out there as well. Remember um, that Leverhead game, that famous Leverhead game yes. in the FA Cup the when uh, yeah. I was there as well. You boys were obviously there, yes. and um, remember he, he got the winning penalty. With him interviewed him afterwards and he was just absolutely made up wasn't he he's a yeah. proper hitch here well, he's on the way to being a hitching legend isn't he really yes and, um, he certainly is I mean Kate Della gave me a lift to Heathrow Airport yeah I remember that, that was in the back of that next car next day yeah. I covered sport in Lisbon Arsenal yeah so, I remember um, yeah, that happy memories always and it's, it's lovely yeah. to be back at top field it's a uh, it's a really evocative old stadium and um, mm. was he talking to Roy before the game club club secretary in Litchin Town stalwart and um, yeah. yeah I was quite surprised they've, they've taken away the wooden terrace behind the goal that was always it, yeah. one of my favourites but there I suppose was, you've yeah. got to there was a little storm on, really. wasn't there and yeah. a bit of it yeah. fell down and they thought maybe that's time but yeah. we hear the, the new one's literally already to come in yeah. uh, right. it's going to come in some point after the Watford game on Tuesday that's so right. Fantastic. Uh, we've yeah. got a week or so a little window uh, to get that in did you have a nice little holiday well earned break <laughs> it must yes. have been yeah the week in um, week in Cornwall before, um, before I forget I've got to uh, give a plug to uh, Hitching Nub News that's my, yeah, um, that's my bread and butter if my boss is listening then um, I've got to tell I've got to tell the world basically so um, yeah we're, um, we're already the fifth biggest uh, publishing company in the UK um, we're, we're popping up everywhere basically where um, local people need local news basically so um, yeah we, we've got a what's on page which is really vibrant we've got obviously sport we've got um, a business section as well we cover loads of news um, we're first with the news in Hitchin as well if it's going on in Hitchin we'll know about it and you'll read about it so like our Facebook page Hitchin Nub News and uh, follow the Twitter accounts and Instagram yeah. accounts as well so plug over let's have back to football again so um, yeah England England no. I mean <laughs> how, how, where do you watch where do you find 
find yourself watching the semi-final oh, mate, at the end. Honestly, no, it's been, it. a, it's been a funny week because, um, like I say, I was in Cornwall for the Ukraine game. Yeah. Literally, my, my wonderful girlfriend took us away for the weekend because it was um, a pre-birthday treat. Never been to Cornwall before. Been to about 100 countries, but never done Cornwall. So wow. it was great to go. It absolutely stunning. I'd recommend it to that you. Is, it's yeah, beautiful. it's lovely. Cornwall's beautiful. Yeah, Heading it really is. And we, we were on yeah. a yurt on a, on a Cornish hillside and there was a, 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 a sort of hailstone. There was a... It was absolutely pelting it down, and um, the only way I could get sort of coverage on the on the iPad was to was to basically stand out in the rain with an umbrella to, <laughs> to watch England beat Ukraine for near, which was absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah, I've been to five tournaments of England all around the world. I was in Japan. I watched every game there in in 2002. I've done Euros. I've done all sorts, and um, I was fortunate enough to do the Germany game at Wembley, and um, oh. it was wonderful. The atmosphere was absolutely amazing. I the Denmark game was actually on my birthday. I wasn't lucky enough to get a ticket, but um, I, I literally drank till it was dawn. <laughs> basically, so that's all we need. So I, I broke the phone off his shades. And, yeah, it was glorious, wasn't it? It was absolutely yeah, wonderful. And um, the thing about this team is they're so likable, aren't yeah, they? It's yeah. like you know, I've, I've covered, I've watched England teams, I've covered England teams. Some of the players back in the day weren't particularly um, yeah. nice characters. They might have been half decent footballers, but they never yeah, got yeah. us anywhere either. This team is, is absolutely wonderful. It's representative of the best things in England. It's it's diverse. It's socially aware. It's intelligent. They're obviously great players as well. There's there's a real um, team dynamic there. Yeah. There's a real solidarity there. Who, who and do you think they're marshalled so well by Gareth Southgate, who's such a wonderful man as well? So. He is a wonderful guy. And and let's 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 just think. If he didn't miss that penalty, he wouldn't be where he is today, Absolutely. would he? Really? Yeah. Wasn't it great to see that primal scream when um, yeah. at the yeah. end of the game the other day? That was almost like Stuart Pearce in '96. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll allow himself one moment with the yeah, fans. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's so yeah, calm yeah, and that, yeah. that so much respect. But um, it was great to see him like just literally yeah. fist bump yeah. the air for a bit, wasn't it? But um, he's, he's so down to earth, isn't he? He's got them so sort of calm and composed as well. Yes, and um, yeah. I've actually got a ticket for the final tomorrow. So oh. um, right, I'm, I'm, so we're we're going to hold you hostage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't tell you much it costs, but no. um, yeah, no, it's um, yeah. I'm catching up with some old pals, and um, we're gonna we're gonna go get the game, and um, hopefully drink till day, daylight again tomorrow. So, Brilliant. Um, no, that's yeah. wonderful. That's great. So who who who's been cutting it for you then for the England squad? Oh well, I know there's a few, but Saka yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. obviously Saka. first of all, I've, I've purposely not tried to talk about Arsenal so far because <laughs> we're itching Stevenage but yes. um, Saka's been an absolute revelation I mean every Arsenal fan knows how good he is and yep. knows how good he will be as well in the future he's just been immense for England he's really shook it up he's done his best in terms of trying to stick to the team plan but he, he offers something else basically and um, yeah he's very disciplined he will track back all day he works hard he's got a great attitude I've been covering him since he was at you know the under 21s for Arsenal the under 18s as well check a trade apparently he games. came and played up here for the under under 23s yeah, Arsenal I, yeah I covered that game I'll have to check the team sheet actually I don't certainly remember him that but he yeah. might have been around for that but yeah Saka and Balogun yeah yeah for Balogun I remember him yeah yeah but um, yeah, it's just joyous to see, and, and just the actual sort of joy, the fever of um, life as well. Him on a unicorn. Yeah. For me, it's a photo of the summer, isn't it? It's, just, yeah. it's wonderful. I'm going to have that as my profile picture, I think. But, yeah, um, quality. Yeah, he, he just epitomises the, the, the whole England squad, doesn't he? Um, he does. Yeah. I, I love Raheem Sterling as well. He's gone through so much, and yeah. um, he's come out the other end, and he's just such a strong character, and yeah. he embodies everything that's good about English football as well, and, and English society. And I, I've got so much time for him as a as a man and a, as a footballer as well. So there's so yeah. many really, really good players obviously love Jack Grealish I love sure. I love players who um who, who play with their socks around their ankles and sure. um, have the X factor and yeah. and to be fair the, the, the team spirit that Southgate has engendered yeah. throughout this whole tournament was was so evident when um 
Southgate obviously took um, Jack off at half time. Yes. And it was just, he, he took it as well. I'm not sure he'd take it if that happened to Aston Villa, but he certainly took no. it for England. And um, yeah, I'm just so excited. Like we, like we all are. It's ridiculous. Interesting it? so, pairing in the middle there between Phillips and Rice. I they love, seem to yeah. be holding. What a, what yeah. a game Phillips is having. Phillips. I, I saw oh. him saw him play for Leeds against Arsenal at the Emirates in, back yeah. in February. And um, he, he, he had a good game. It probably wasn't his best game, but he just covers so much ground. He works so hard. He's such an unassuming yeah. player, but he's so important to a team. Great it's Leeds ball. or England. Yeah. 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 And, and the fact, again, going back to social media, I mean, he, he donates to his local food bank. He's given so many stuff to sort of underprivileged kids, just like Marcus Rashford had. Yeah. You know, obviously, Ryan Sterling as well. They're all really good people, which yeah. makes it even more enjoyable when we sure. actually do well. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know if football's coming home, but um, it's going to be fun finding out tomorrow, isn't it? Isn't it incredible that, uh, you know, in, in times of crisis and going on in the world and everywhere else, it's the footballers that are sort of standing up, yeah, you know what I mean? And, and musicians as well and, yeah, and people. Do you, do you think that's probably because, you know, like Marcus, Marcus Rashford, he comes from the grassroots of football, didn't he? I mean, he grew yeah. up on a council estate and, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and, and you kind of take a little bit of that with him. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very good point there, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you, if you come from working class roots, you are a humble person. Or you like yeah. to think you are and you, and you understand struggles. And we, everyone's struggled over the last 18 months. And even just coming back to Hitchin today, Hitchin Town, it's, it's lovely. And, um, you know, it feels like there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel now, hopefully, despite sort of numbers going up. I don't want to go into politics or anything, but no. it's great that there's football fans here today. It's great that there's fans at Wembley. The atmosphere is fantastic. The players have done so well. And you're absolutely right. To have those sort of working class lads who, who are staying true to their roots yes. and who love playing for England but you know keeping touch with their roots is, is absolutely wonderful so yeah absolutely absolutely um, talking Italy I know we know exactly what we'll get um, do you think they're just a team you don't want to be trailing uh, you don't want to be a goal down going into the last 10 Not yeah, yeah I mean yeah I've watched Italian sides for 40 years basically yeah. um, they're very very strong defensive the good thing well the good thing in terms of Italian from the, the Italian angle is they're a very attacking side at the moment I love that Chiesa he's such yeah. a good player so, and yeah, right, got so many other really really um, dangerous players I think they'll go 4-3-3 three, three. so Southgate has a sort of history of, of mirroring what the other side done certainly this summer so it'll be interesting to see how he lines up but um, it's just going to be a cracking game I'm so looking forward to it I really am yeah, I mean, I, I thought that they were going to miss that Spinzola. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I guess they have down the left-hand yeah, yeah. side. But it's been the weak point, I think, Emerson. Well, Emerson's come sure. in and, yeah, he's, he's, he's all right, though. I mean, he's doing a good job, but yeah. you can't replace that, that pace, that ability yeah. to cross. And, and, and maybe may fortunate for England that he is out. Uh, absolutely. And uh, I was talking about players like Locatelli as well. It made me laugh when he scored that goal early in the tournament, or a couple of goals. And um, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's a great goal scoring in the field. He scored, like, four in, like, 200 games prior yeah. to that. And everyone... He's sort of, I said like he's a sort of, you know, this tournament's John Jensen, basically, where, uh, you know, you think he's, he's got a cracking goal, so he's going to score 15 from midfield every season. Yeah. But, but it just shows you the strength and depth the Italians have got, and um, that it's going to be such a tough game. But, yeah, I, I wrote in my column this week in, um, in the Morning Star, um, just, just if you go into the game, and even if you're at home or whatever, yeah, without getting too political, don't boo the knee, don't boo the national anthem. Enjoy no. the day, and, and hopefully football's coming yeah, home. Absolutely, that's, that's that. all we can say. So, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with that. And no lasers as well, because that's just, you know, we're better than that. You know, there's better ways of putting off a goalkeeper. You can look at social media, yeah, there's plenty yeah, exactly. of better yeah, ways to just, put them off. I reckon it was Boris Johnson doing it, to be fair. But. Yeah, these aren't football fans, though, are they? I mean, they're yeah. just people that want to go and disrupt the game and bits and pieces. Nothing like that down here at Topfield. Um, of course not. Absolutely. I mean, this is what it's all about, isn't it? People who just genuinely love football for the sake of loving football. No no agendas, no no nonsense, nothing at all. Just the fact you love the game, you love being among fellow like-minded fans, people, the camaraderie here. You know, Hitchin Town's a very, very well-run club as well. There's so many good people here. Yourselves doing the work that you do is absolutely, you know, it deserves credit for that. People like Roy, 
you know, yep. Chris Newbold as well, Kate Dellett. Everyone at this club deserves so much credit for for coming through lockdown and emerging stronger on the other side. It's um, it's heartening to see and um, full credit to everyone for that. So yeah. How do you see this one panning out? There's one nil to Steve. Well, hopefully it won't be seven nil like last week. Oh, I can't yeah. see that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they beat Stockfold midweek, didn't they? I was um, yes. I couldn't make it because I was down in Cornwall, but um, would have been nice to catch up with Brett Donnelly. Yeah. Well, it was definitely a game of two halves there against uh, Stockfold. One one half we turned up, and then the other half I don't know who it was that turned up, but uh, it ended up being a nil-nil half. But um, yes, hopefully slightly different. It's going to be this. We're going to come out in the second half with the same kind of passion and ambition. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I obviously covered Stevenage as well, and um, I was up at Scunthorpe for their last game of the season, and they do have the nucleus of a squad that could potentially certainly challenge in the top half, potentially even playoffs. So this, they don't know Mike Stevenage. You know, I know it's going to be a two sort of team game today with our players switch around yeah. at half time after players but um, yeah Hitchin are doing really well and, and hopefully they'll do really well this season as well because they deserve to they're a good club and um, they've earned the right to do that I think um, I think we're missing that front man you know that goal scorer yeah, um, yeah. to be fair um, we've the got plenty of people running type. on yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never replaced him <laughs> what um, a legend he was 100 goals non-league yeah <laughs> unbelievable isn't it yeah. I mean we could certainly do another one of those looks like Henry Snee's going to be um, coming out for the second half and uh, he bagged his first one against Stockfold the other day nicely taken goal he should have had two um, <laughs> and we spoke to him just on the way out actually and said yeah nice goal Henry and the first thing he said was should have had two <laughs> yeah. like, well, that's the spirit make that's up spirit. for it make up for it Saturday <laughs> yeah. so let's keep our eye on Snee. <laughs> Leif I know you always love a visit to top field do you think it's up there with some of the nicest football grounds you've been to around the world what what others would be in contention do oh you think? what a question great question Freddie yeah I mean I'm I think I'm six away from doing the 92 and I've probably, wow. I don't know, I've done maybe another 50 non-league clubs and I've probably done about 150 across the world as well. If you love football, wherever you live, you've got to come to Topfield. It's one of a few grounds left that's got so much atmosphere. It's so so atmospheric, so, so much character. Mm. I mean, I'm almost a bit disappointed of taking the wooden terraces down behind the goal, but I do understand. They're coming back up. Yeah, they're coming back up. Yeah, they're coming back up. Well, wooden no, terraces as well, are It's going to be a new one. Yes. Wow, it's that's be new. brilliant. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. And it'll be the same vein. Yeah, so. that, that's glorious to see because just look at this is what it's all about. And um, yeah, I mean, well, probably my, one of my favourites was the old San Siro. I've been there five times now, four times with Arsenal, and once in uh, the Milan derby, and that was something else. Um, yeah. Been to the Aztec in Mexico City as well that was wow, that was something else 120,000 yeah. I bet that's of, crazy yeah it was, it was proper crazy but um, yeah I, I just love crowds with character I don't, they don't have to be massive they just have mm. to have character in and um, this, this ground has got character in spades and I, I absolutely love it Absolutely love it, and then the kit as well. I know you're sporting a new kit. So I am sporting a new kit. They've done really well. I, I love the badge. They've made so much money. Chris Newbold and everyone they deserve so much credit for that. Yeah. They're, they're probably selling more than some League Two clubs to be fair. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, yeah, credit to everyone for that, and it, it looks so good as well. So. Yeah, don't they look great? They yeah, do hoodies actually, as well. They have got yeah, hoodies absolutely. and. Uh, and you know, just walking around Hitching, sort of, you know, popping in and see people and all the rest of it. You see people wearing a Hitching yeah. Town shirt, yeah. along with Arsenal and sort of Man United and stuff. But you see them wearing it, and that's that's good for sort of hometown fans. You yes, know, support is. your local club and all that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Talking, absolutely. Talking of shirts and stuff, I know you followed Seamus the last couple of years, so they became the most used team on the FIFA video yeah. game series yeah. thanks to that sponsorship. I mean, what a feat that was. Such yeah. a good collaboration in the end. Even the amount of stick it maybe got at first, it really paid off. Absolutely. I mean, it was such a good marketing deal. You know, the CEO uh, at Stephen has done so well with that. And then the club, Stephen is a real progressive club and it, it got them so much kudos and interest as well. Maybe Hitchin Town could do a tie-up with someone like that one day because mm. it got them fans all around the world they were selling loads of kits as well so yeah, yeah I've got a lot of time for Stevenage but um, yeah obviously having lived in Hitchin living in Hitchin now and my kids were 
you know, the great school in Hitchin and everything. I'm a Londoner originally, but I, I wouldn't live anywhere no. else now. I love Hitchin. So. <laughs> you ain't, are you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell there? Oh, just a bit, yeah. <laughs> Before we let you go, I'm going to have to ask you for a prediction for tomorrow. Oh, blimey. I'm going to put you on my, the spot. One of my favourite quotes when I get asked that is uh, what Gaza said in um, Italian 90. He goes, the only prediction I make is I don't make predictions. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at. Yeah, you're sticking with that one, I'm sticking with that one. Absolutely fine. I'm the biggest jinx in the world, so I'm not going to say any more. I personally think it's going to go to penalties. It oh, might well do, dear. yeah. yeah. It's going to be an agonising night, and yeah. hopefully we'll come out the other side. But the fact we're in the final is almost good. Well, it's not good enough, but yeah. but it's just such a wonderful thing to happen for, for the whole country. Everyone's needed a lift after the last 18 months, and yes. it's great to see everyone bonding together. And it's, it's long may it continue, basically. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Labe, listen, thanks for joining us, HCFT. You're always a legend, <laughs> and uh, you're always welcome Brilliant. back Brilliant. anytime. Thank you so much, lads. And Enjoy keep the great game work. as Huge well. Respect. Enjoy yeah. the Cheers. game. Cheers. Right. Take care. See you later. Uh, overall, then, uh, in the first innings for England in that cricket game against Pakistan, they've set them 248 to win. They were 247 uh, all out in oh. uh, how many overs? In 45 and 45.2 out of 47. So not a bad score uh, in the end. Uh, there Legend. Were, uh, 50s in there from Phil Salt uh, and James Vince. So we'll wait Pakistan's. Uh, reply to that but Hitchin are back out then for the second half we're just having a, a little look at the team going through the motions and no uh, obvious changes no I can't made. see any major changes taking um, place at the moment but let's talk through the Steve and his team in goal trial is B uh, two Lou for Wilden three trial is C six Luke Prosser eight Jake Taylor ten Charlie Carter five, uh, 15 uh, is Terence Van Kooten, 16 Arthur Reed, 17 James Daly, 21 Trialist D, 20 Jack Smith, and they got three on the bench who are Mackay Townsend West, Sam Dreyer, and Finley Johnson. So, completely new Stevenage team. Uh, does that fall into Hitchens' hand or is it a disadvantage for them? Well, until we see what what team they've put out there, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Our, we, we've got the same, we're going with the same 11 by the way. I can't see any changes at all. And, and to be fair to, to Hitchens, I thought we had a, a pretty good first half. Um, it's only separated by what I would call a, a wonder goal. And, um, you know, if... if if this is trialist, trialist, and trialist, and they are really sort of not only quite three up of to them, the mark. Though. Only three of them. So yeah. it's not, yeah, it's not packed with them. There's enough in there. I mean, from what I see, it's a, it's a really good Stevenish team. Maybe not as much going forward. I mean, it's got to be said in the well. In the end, Hitchin did really well to keep Elliot List quiet. I yeah. think because he looks so dangerous. He at looks times. very sharp, doesn't he? Um, he was causing a problem. As soon as he got the ball, he's he's on the front foot and he was causing causing problems. So I'm glad to see the back of him. Yeah. Glad to see the back of um, <laughs> of Ben Coker as well. So him and Marshy yeah. don't end up having a, a battle, having a riot. Yeah, we don't want that. We know what Marshy's like. I don't know what Coker's like, but he certainly looked like he was up for it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so there'll be. Uh, Onward and upwards. Stephen has got the kick anyway. They've got the free kick. The referees looked at... Just waiting for Charlie Orlock to give him the thumbs up. He took he his is. time there. He wasn't looking. <laughs> and we will be back on the way for the second half. So Stephen is leading by Harry Draper's 33rd minute hit from outside the box top corner. Uh, leading by one goal to nil on HTFC Radio. Your commentators are me, Freddie Cardi, and alongside me is Mara Kalionic for the second half of football. Do get in touch if you wish. We're more than happy to give some shout-outs out. Uh, on this Saturday afternoon, fine day at top field on the brink of the Euro 2020 final tomorrow, people. Just about staying calm, but the nerves are starting to bubble amongst England fans, and I'm sure there'll be Italians too. Who are your son's going to support, Marek, in the end? It's going to be a difficult <laughs> choice for them, isn't it? Well, Stephen has come forward now. 
we'll come back to that in a minute because they are looking to create one here as uh, Charlie Carter gets into the box and Cody got Stevens can clear. Yeah, um, no, well, because they're they're half Italian, half English, I guess it's the final, uh, the best final for them, so they can uh, they can be happy whoever wins. But I think yeah. that they're they're more probably more support in Italy, if I'm honest. Here's uh, Arthur Reed for Stevenage. Reed gets it back uh, from number eight, Jake Taylor. Looks like a younger version of Scott Cuthbert, does Taylor to Yeah, he does. Max Ryan comes from one, mus out muscled uh, off the ball uh, by Luther Wilden. He's a 20 year old right back, uh, signed for Stevenage from Nuneaton Town uh, three years ago, which was uh, represented Antigua and Barbuda twice wow. at senior level. I'm sure, it's a nice destination to play your international football Beautiful. out in the Caribbean. Absolutely, must be wonderful. Webb into uh, Okoye Hanaku goes back into Charlie Horlock. Oh, spin one away uh, out into Max Ryan. Uh, by the way, Ash Barty has beaten Carolina uh, Pliskova to win her first ever Wimbledon singles title. So the lady singles is won by Ash Barty at Wimbledon. Congratulations. So news from, from South West London this afternoon. And now the ball is with Jack Smith on the left-hand side for Stevenage. Moves, uh, moves it out wide. So nil-nil, two minutes gone. Uh, sorry, one-nil to Stevenish. Two minutes gone in the second half. Hitchin will be looking to continue as they left off with just a bit more cutting edge going forward. De Silva just dinks that one into Alex Marsh. He'll go over the top. Look to find his again. brother Laurie Marsh in behind. Going up against Luther Wildin. Oh. Wildin using all of his experience there. Just a little bit more pace, and yeah. didn't he, than Laurie Marsh. Otherwise, Marsh, he was in there, and we know he knows where the back of the net is. Good challenge there from, from um, Caldicott. Stevens there, nice and hard, firm, but fair. Ball back of Trialis being the same dark grey goalkeeper shirt uh, for Borough. Steven, as you play at the Lamex Stadium, brought all way. They train in, in the That's town as well. That's a good dig forward there, and uh, Horlock's come out, oh. and he's fluffed it. Um, and it looks like it's gone out to the 18. Fortunately for Charlie Orlock, he's able to get back. We've got a, a player down, the number 17, uh, James Daly. Still playing a Stevenage, though. Yeah, and he's the 18 up. has it now. He's up and hobbling. And we don't actually have a number 18 listed on the team sheet. Uh, so fantastic, the mystery man and Stephen Hitchin will get a free kick there. Uh, Charlie Horlock, wow, bit of a moment of madness there. Almost. Yeah, don't know what he was doing. He just sort of seemed to come out and and just sort of <laughs> I don't know. He came yeah. out and just stood there, didn't he? Just everything happened around him. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, the first touch from the uh, from the Stevenage player. Um, just was a little bit heavy and sort of took it more towards the back line and that was fortunate really because a softer touch would have meant just to tap in. Bit of a let-off then uh, for the Canaries uh, mm. and the man down is James Daly who will be very gutted if he has to be withdrawn here I'm sure. Yeah I'm not so sure what happened I think he just got caught up in the tangle of it all Charlie Orlock coming out yeah. and uh, a stray boot I think just must have caught him. Seems to be working on the knee so maybe something there he's took a little knock on the knee. So fingers crossed then for Daly, getting some treatment from the physio. Doesn't look like he's in too much pain, uh, no. but we'll just have a temporary lull in proceedings. Second half has only just started uh, with Stevenage, a goal to a good. Our next commentary then is Tuesday night, Watford under 23s, newly promoted, obviously the senior team uh, to the Premier League. So they're coming down uh, to top field and our coverage will start from quarter past seven uh, on Tuesday night. Hopefully I'll have my voice back by then because I can imagine it's going to be going uh, tomorrow night for obvious reasons. Plenty of singing and shouting. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, it doesn't get much bigger, does it? It's going to be fantastic, I'm sure. You've got to make your plans, really, for where you're going to watch it, who you're going to watch it with, something you're going to remember for years to come, whatever the outcome. Well, I know where I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> you superstitious at all? Any match day routines of England? No, not really. Um, I mean, I am in certain other things and yeah. bits and pieces, but I think this is sort of way, way and above and beyond my control at the moment. <laughs> I should just sit down and, and you know, of course, I, I, I want England to win, but I think I'll be satisfied with how well we've done anyway. Mm. You know, we want it. Of course we want it, you know, but uh, if they don't win it, I'm not going to be overly disappointed. I'm going to be proud. Horlock over the top. Uh, and it'll be a throw-in for the Canaries. They'll be looking to bounce back in this second half. Only trailing by a goal to nil. Five minutes played uh, in the second half. Obviously, we've had some stoppages there. And now Hitching with a little bit of defending to lose. The ball goes back into Charlie Horlock. Horlock now goes along the back into uh, Ahanaku, into Ryan Smith, former Northampton town man. He's permanently now with Hitchin. His read, lovely move there, but mm. pass doesn't quite work. The one-two in the end, and now it's moved wide by Kai Till. Alex Marsh over the halfway line. Sorry, Laurie over the halfway line on the left-hand side. De Silva uh, taking on Terence Van Kooten, the guy Arnon. Here's Kai Till taking oh. the man on the ball, just gets stuck on uh, underneath his feet in the end, and now Steve Visual look to break. Uh, through Arthur Reed, and it's now with uh, Luther Wilden Hitching coming forward again good tackle on Alex Marsh Kai Teal looking to unlock the door uh, in this second half one back again by Arthur Reed and now this is a real oh chance dear. for Steven is looking to double their lead with James Daly and he slots it oh wide of the mark what a chance everyone expected him to score you to bet your house and him doing so but he's put it wide. Yeah, everybody in the right-hand side of me was uh, ready to leap to their feet and celebrate the goal, but uh, it's the goal that never was. Flashbacks of Thomas Muller, I've got oh. to say, in that Germany game. Yeah, that's harsh. But felt, uh, yeah, felt that way, didn't it? You it did. You, everything, you, he's going to score. I was thinking, what am I going to say when he scores? And he puts it wide, so another let-off for Hitchin. Yeah, I and think, this I could think be one as well. Steven is coming forward too with Reed again. Desperate to double Stevenish's lead. He's getting on the ball lows. Reed, Last great turn. skill away from Laurie Marsh. Now his next victim, Max Ryan, just slots it back into midfield. Headed away well uh, by Dan Webb at the back. In his umpteenth season <laughs> as a Hitchin player, Dan oh, Webb. Legend. Mr Hitchin, as uh, so many Mr and Mrs Hitchins around this place. There are. Max Ryan. Mr. Hitchin. Left footed through the middle. <laughs> I don't think he lives here. I don't know where he lives, but he's a long way off that title anyway. Here's yeah. <laughs> yeah. a, a Hanaku. Out to Wackerbeen. Under Ooh. a bit of pressure, he's given it away. Luckily, he's done well. the he's spin on the ball uh, just meant it will go out for uh, a Canary's throw in. Yeah, that's the result, wasn't it? Eh? Because that could have gone, that could have got nasty as well. My man was in if, he, if, yeah. it, had to, if it had stayed in. Couple worrying signs almost at the start of this second half. Uh, but Hitchin also have come close. Kai Teal uh, had a thunderous shot towards the end of that first half, didn't he? Which was well saved yeah, he did. Uh, by Joseph Anang. And that was Hitchin's really their best chance to get back into the game. They've almost created the chances, but it's not quite been there so far. Time on the ball now once again for Arthur Reed. Slots it into uh, number 20, Jack Smith in the midfield, 19-year-old midfielder. He's someone I'm really excited to watch. He was their Young Player of the Year last season after playing 30 times in all competition. 
really, really burst onto the scene last campaign. So if you are here watching, 20 Jack Smith, keep an eye on him. Here's Jake Taylor, uh, into number three, trialist C, playing left back uh, for the Borough. Just move down the line, taking their time with it now. Now Kai Till move it forward. He picks it up so deep, he doesn't quite have the options to up there. He's got to run into the space. He was unable to then. Now he tries to get back uh, up against uh, number 18 for Borough. Switch wide well again. Nice football here. Uh, Luther Wilden down into Reed again. Just on the edge of the box, back onto his left foot. Really playing with the defence here, and it's headed away well. Uh, Arthur Reed really looks good. 20-year-old attacking midfielder, signed it on loan from Brentford last year, and he's joined on a permanent contract at the end of last season. And we saw how well Brentford have done the competition for places in their side. And it looks like they've got a real talent in Arthur Reed. Yeah, Brentford have always had a good, you know, system for bringing players through, as uh, as we know, you know. And this and this boy Reed looks very dangerous, doesn't he? We've only seen him for a couple of minutes. Uh, I did notice one of the fans in the uh, in the uh, crowd there wearing a sport in a Reed shirt. He's got number 19 on her on her back. But uh, so uh, yeah, his name reached me before he reached me. But yeah. I can understand why she's wearing it now. An absolute. Uh, an absolute Free nuisance. kick now for Stevenage, then it's going to be right-footed, four men in the wall, shot comes in just over the bar in the end, and it's, I think, headed back in there maybe by a fan. I think um, it came off the railings, yeah, actually. Might have done it really pinged back, but decent effort, just didn't quite have the dip, and over the bar remains 1-0 to the Canaries. Ten minutes have been played in the second half. I'll tell you what, I was at Stevenage and I watched them play Coventry. It was a draw in the end, but the, yeah. the ball came flying into the stands where we were and I was getting ready to hit the deck. It was so well hit, but the geezer next to me took his cap off and just headed it back. It was a great <laughs> header, great header. Yeah. So uh, if, if that's you and you're listening, mate, that was a proper header. Sure, I've been winded a couple of times standing behind that goal. Some thunder strikes coming my way in free, in free game practice. There's <laughs> always someone. Always practicing their, their free kicks and blasting them over. Mm. It's interesting, actually, I'm sure. Oh, dear, Charlie Horlock. Cleared away up in the air by Horlock. He's resembling Pickford against Denmark a little bit. He's done not really much wrong, but he puts your heart in your mouth and yeah. plays it back to him now, Charlie Horlock. Mr. Dependable with the gloves, but maybe not quite as much with his feet. Hitchy playing out from the back again. Horlock, get rid of oh, it. He doesn't. Do gets it back now. Got? Needs a wake-up call now, the hitch in defence and Charlie Horlock. Yeah, look, this is, it's no good, this. I don't like this. It's, you get the ball and then wait for somebody to come to you and then pass it back to your goalkeeper who's got an on-rushing forward coming yeah. to him. What's the point? Arsenal Asking can't for do trouble. it. Look, you know, these top sides we see in the Premier League struggling to do it. And not going to work for Hitchin so no. far either. It's making me nervous. I prefer Hitchin when they're on the front foot like they are now. And here's Max Ryan. Don't turn back, mate. Keep going. Plays and the ball a... in, almost picks up Marsh. Ooh. And now hit, uh, Stephen is bringing it away uh, with Jake Taylor. Almost a chance then coming forward there. No Bradley Barry uh, for Stephen. He's just only signed on Thursday from Barrow. Uh, he played with Charlie Barry Carter. from Barrow. Yeah. Bradley <laughs> Barry from Barrow. Carter and Norris at previous clubs. <laughs> they faced Barrow, actually, on the first <laughs> first League Two game of the season to Stevenage. Before they go to Barrow. Barrow, Barrow. Yeah, well, they are Barrow, aren't they? So it'll be Barrow against Barrow. And they'll hope to <laughs> have Barry, 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 Barry playing <laughs> Barrow against Barrow. Oh, no, let's stop that right there. So whoever's in commentary, hope you enjoy yourself. Good luck with that one, mate. Don't have a beer before you start. August the 7th, that one. Um, their last game, it was uh, Roman Vincelot's final game for the club, a 1-0 win 
uh, over Scunthorpe. Uh, that was the final game of the 2020-21 campaign. Uh, and Elliot List scored their, win their winning header in that one. Uh, that's going on to the Funniest Moments podcast. Probably, yeah. We are going to bring one out in the next few weeks, we promise you. We've got plenty. I've been going through and recording some clips, so you can look forward to that when we've got... Maybe when we, when we set off on holiday at some point later on this summer, we'll, we'll um, upload that to keep you busy. All you lot talking about holidays, I haven't had a holiday in weeks. You said this was your holiday. You yeah, enjoying it, it? I am enjoying it, yeah. <laughs> actually, this is, this is our anniversary weekend, actually. So uh, yeah. I have to give a shout-out to my missus. 15 Many years putting up with me. She yeah. deserves a medal, do you know what I mean? And also, next week is the Canary Club podcast's one-year anniversary as well. But I'm Absolutely. not sure we'll have much time to celebrate because there are other things going on that may, may need celebration. But we will touch on that. We'll have some sort of one-year special. It feels like the time's really Maybe flying by. Maybe like a candle or something. Yeah. <laughs> but we, I, I've got to say, it's been an absolute pleasure doing that every Monday. Yeah, it Always really, really enjoyed it. Even we during were, lockdown yeah, when we was doing going it on, on the Zoom and interviewing yeah. these people. We had Leif on and we had Barry Swain, Kane Smith, Ollie Bayliss. And oh, some Doing quality. it from our bedrooms. I mean, it's amazing what you can do. It is. And, yeah, really kept us going, I think, through the lockdowns. And that's where you can listen back to this commentary as well. Uh, if you just search for a Canary Club podcast, and you, the highlights will be up tomorrow. It's all as there. Well, so much content. I think there'll be a match report on Hitchin Dub News and the oh. Hitchin Town website too. Oh dear. Um, and there's a little foul there. Little stumble taken. Uh, well, they got Steve another free kick, 10. haven't they? In the same place that they had the other one, which nearly went over, and it was the number ten that uh, that, that yeah, fired Charlie, it just slightly over. Um, Charlie Carter. Uh, it's going to be the 18 now. I presume might well be a trialist, but no, it's not. Carter's gone over there and said, "Oi." Yeah, Carter's going to take this. He's a 23-year-old. Began his youth career at Fulham. He's played in, played in non-league as well for Woking and Chesterfield. Uh, and his first season for the Lamex scored five goals. He's looking to add to that tally here with a free kick shooting range. I think maybe just about. Uh, so he's going to take it right foot. He's got a short option in uh, Jack Smith as well. He's going to try and dink oh. that into the box. It's a really poor, poor free kick in the end. An easy header uh, for the man in the wall. Well, his first one skimmed the bar, and that, that didn't even skim the top of the wall, that one. So uh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what was going on there. Maybe trying something new, and it just didn't work out for H him. Hitchin lining up a sub. Not quite sure as to who it is. Might well be Jake Davis. So we'll wait to see who comes on. They've got Charlie Black on the bench as well. Quite looking forward to seeing him. Uh, Spent four seasons at Biggleswage United recently and scored a fair few goals for them too. You know, they're starting to have a bit of their talent poached at Biggleswage. A few players going in different directions from them. Who are you waving at? I'm waving at uh, Chris Newbold, who's down there with my wife, giving her directions as to where we are. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Trialist B then at the back for Stephen Isian goal. Has she seen you yet? Yeah, 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 she Good knows you Yeah. Coming forward now again with Trilis C, who's brought down rather viciously, and they'll take the free kick quickly uh, into Jack Smith. Goalless in the second half, and exactly an hour has been played in HDFC Radio. Hitchintown nil. Stevenage one at top field on HDFC Radio. Pretty Cardi Marakalionic uh, with you here. Feel like there's more goals in this one, and they're going to be coming in the way of Stevenage as that will chip wide really so nicely nice. by James Daly into the left back trialist C. He's taking on a Hanaku now, does really well. They get the ball across, oh. and it's I think it's cannoned off a hitching man over the bar. We'll have to wait and see what the referee gives. Yeah, it looks like he's given a corner. He has so Hitchin lining up two subs. Jake Davis is one of them, and we'll wait to see who else is coming on. Yeah, good to get Davis on, get some pace going, and uh, let's try and mount an attack of our own, you know? 
So Stevenage corner, two subs for Hitchin. Stevenage has got three on the bench as well. Townsend, West, Dreyer and Johnson. So left footed corner to be taken by the dangerous Reed. He's really chipped up towards the back post. Load of spin on that. And Kai Till now dispossessed of it uh, by Jake Taylor. Taylor into the box, cuts it back. Shot comes in, saved by Horlock. They oh, see the, the ball. Are they going to tap one in? No, they're not. It's blocked again. Now Horlock puts the tackle in. And Alex Marsh can bring it away. And look forward to seeing that on the highlights. What a moment. My God, yeah. I mean, how that's not gone in is, is beyond me again. Cody uh, Stevens now, so given away. And it will be won back by Lufa Wilding. How on earth is the score not 2-0? I don't know, mate. I honestly don't know how he's managed to keep that out. I'm just very grateful that he that he did manage to keep it out. Ball now, the silver. Then. Looking uh, to Max run onto Ryan. that. Yeah. Couldn't quite, couldn't quite get the end there. So uh, I think that's going to be a goal kick. Uh, Stevenage now then with the goal kick. <laughs> Directing traffic in front of us, aren't you? Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, just to guide people in so they know where they're going. No Berkey here, so I'm not sure I'll have an interview after. I'm sure people want to be heading home. Absolutely. So a little lull in proceedings then at top field. Yeah, I think they've wait. lost the ball or something, haven't they? Well, they're making some subs. Max Ryan then coming off. Uh, it's going to be Jake Davis coming. Cody Hot Stevens, a world on him, played really well today. Yeah, he's had a great game, and he in the in the middle of the park. Like you say, it's a it's a very rich and affluent area for for Hitchin at the moment. We've got some great players in there. Number 16 on two, uh, which is Sam Kelly. Uh, so Kelly and Davis replacing Max Ryan uh, and Cody Hot Stevens, and we've played just over 63 minutes. Steven is still leading by goal to nil, courtesy of Harry Draper. So we'll just wait to see this throw in. Number eight, Josh Ryan just having a drink. Not quite sure what we're waiting for at this point. No, nor am I, actually. But uh, there you go. The uh, the ball's been dropped, and it's going to be the number two for Stevenage, uh, Lufa Wilden, who's going to take this throw in. And it's deep into the uh, Stevenage half. They're going to be looking to get this and punt this a little bit forward. It's a big long throw which has been met by the head of, uh, of Sam Kelly who's just come on. Over the top now looking for the silver flagged offside though uh, and it'll be a free kick uh, for Borough managed by Alex Ravel. Uh, he's played for 14 clubs in a 20 year long career. Something of a journeyman striker finished at Stevenage and then took over as manager right at the end of the 1920 season. Uh, well, what it turned out to be the end, uh, taking over from Graham Wesley. They had Dino Mamria there not too long ago as well, who had some success there. And he scored 141 goals in almost 600 games as a striker Amazing. across different clubs, did Revelle. It's a good run from the number two here, Stephen. He's Luther Wilden. He's looking to play his man in. Well done, Dan Webb there with the foot to clear the area for Hitchin. Throw and taken short uh, into Reed again. It's a real box of tricks, does Arthur Reed. Takes it on his left foot now. Just working it around. He's dominating things there. Pass isn't perfect though into Wildin. Wildin taking on his man. Comes back onto his left. Dinks one. An inviting cross towards the back post. That's Shout for handball. It was. I like to see that on the replay to I'm be telling fair. You it a was. hand in the air. I sat, and I sat and watched him stick his arm up and it <laughs> hit him on the hand. Was Akibini. he jumping for it though? Looking for the header. Well, yeah, whatever. Anyway, but... Uh, I'll have to see. Watch yeah. the highlights of that because I'm not sure. Really not sure who that came off in the end. It was, it was one of them, Freddie, you know, where you leap yeah. up and your arms above your head. and uh, Yeah. So, But the referee hasn't given it, and that's the important thing. So Hitchin get away with one there. Sam Kelly into Dan Webb. Webb back into Kelly. Takes a touch. Same again for Hitchin. Dan Webb. Kelly gets rid of it. 
throw-in for the Canaries then. Yeah, getting seems seems to be Being getting boxed, boxed in, in at yeah, the moment. Exactly yeah, that. I mean, uh, Arthur Reed's been absolutely superb for Stevenage this half of the game. Yeah, he looks really, really lively. I mean, if you if you look at their squad as a whole, read and list. I mean, you wouldn't yeah. want to be taking on them if you got no. someone up front like Draper as well, and they've got other players who can do that role too, uh, like Luke Norris. Yeah. Dangerous side on the up. Say Luton, Luton and Stevenage been really impressed by what I've yeah. seen both of them. There's a lot of promising signs of these two EFL sides coming down to Hitchin. And we'll await how they got on this season. Luton beat Rochdale 4-0 away uh, this afternoon. Ball now into uh, Luther Wilden on this right-hand side. Four goals in 107 appearances uh, for Stephen. I'm sure he'd like to add a couple more to that tally. Yeah. Out on this right-hand side now. But it's on the other side with Trialist C. Uh, moves it into Stevenage number 18 and now back in the defence uh, with Luke Prosser whose younger sister Abby uh, actually played twice for Arsenal Woman and is oh, an right. England Woman Youth International so a bit of a footballing family the Prossers as that's one back well uh, by Jake Davis and across uh, into the middle for Prosser once again a mix captaining the second half side ball uh, dinked forward by Jake Taylor lovely pass out to the left and side good tackle in there by Akabween and now Alex Marsh looking to get stuck into oh dear. forward now chance oh and it whistles wider the mark by James Daly do you know what Stephen is this Stephen's side are playing some beautiful one touch football yeah. it's just a little bit too quick for Hitchin to sort of get themselves together and get their head around it at the moment um, and, and that's why they're being a threat in this second half. They've nearly had the, uh, the second goal already. Uh, and we're very fortunate that two of them have gone wide and one of them, how for the love of Mary, I don't know how it managed to stay out, but uh, it did this and it remains it, one This is interesting. I know these rules were brought in a couple of years ago, yep. uh, but you can now have your defenders in the box, can't you, of a goal kick and Hitchin yep. doing that. They had Dan Webb and a Hanaku all the way back in there. And then Horlock yep. elected to kick it long anyway, yep. which means they're now playing everyone offside. Yep. So this, that's going to create some problems either way. Bit of controversy there. Steven is a free kick. Davis slightly reluctant to give it back. Referee just getting control of this one. I think he might be. Oh, I thought he was reaching to his pocket anyway. Maybe just checking if he left his keys and wallet in there. Maybe. As he switches it out uh, to trial his seat. And back into Jack Smith then. Stevenage, the young player of the year for last season, Smith, out to Wilden. Well done, Wilden. He brought that down like it was a magnet. Element of class to their play. Reed, ball across, header from Wilden. <laughs> Save easy enough in there for Charlie Horlock. This is some beautiful stuff. I'll tell you, Stevenage, the penalty area. Well, they've really turned, tightened the screw up, haven't they, with this, this new team that's coming on. Um, they, they do, like we were saying at the beginning of the game, is it better for Hitchin or is it worse for Hitchin? Well, so far at the moment, it's been worse for Hitchin. Um, because they've, they've hardly seen the ball, Freddie. Yeah, it's very true. Terence Van Kooten now at the back. He started out in non-league with Staines and then went to Reading. Back into non-league with Billericke. He's gone out wide now into Wildin. Wildin looking really, really yeah. dangerous down the right-hand side, giving Jake Davis a little run for his money. And another left-footed ball in. He's really ambidextrous the way he's played so far. Yeah. And he's gone back into number 10 there for Stevenage. Just on the edge of the box, how to try to see again. Just delivering crosses from all areas at the moment. They can play their way into the box too if they want. Try to see here on the left-hand side uh, for the Borough. We've played 69 minutes on HGFC Radio. Hitch and trail by a goal to nil. And Henry Snee and Lewis Barker are going to be the next two 
uh, to come on from the Canaries just to shore up the midfield. Something different up front. You'd imagine De Silva will be taking off in terms of fitness now. Oh, um, it's Kytiel almost wins it back. And there was a thought of a long shot there by Jack Smith. And Hitchin will win it back though. Alex Marsh always being the counter-attacking threat. Back into Kytiel. Bit of space in the centre circle. Get to go into Jake Davis and it's cleared away there. Same again for Hitchin. Deja vu really in both halves. Ryan Smith, left-footed out wide on that right-hand side. It'll be caught by Henry Snee, and it's a perfect time for him to come on. It'll be joined by Lewis Barker, so four subs made by uh, Adam Parker, just bigger stuff. Yeah, I'm guessing Michael it is going to be um, it is going to be De Silva making way, and uh, and also I think it's going to be um, Ryan Smith as well. Yeah, and it's not quite clicked for Smith, I don't think, in this one. No. So he will be withdrawn. Uh, so that midfield two's changed, and up front changed two then. And we'll get back underway as Akabin plays it into Samokoya Hanaku. Pretty good to talk to Leif at half time. Enjoy that. Still didn't give us his prediction. I don't think anyone's going to be predicting tomorrow. No, who's going to predict that, mate? Gonna be you know, fearing that um, getting well, I that did. wrong. I said it will go to penalties. Yeah. I can't but tell you yeah, what Yeah, you're score. not going to tell me. He's going to win a Stevenage go in, looking to make it too. Great Ooh, tackle great in tackle there from by Akoya Hanaku. And then Barker comes in. His first involvement is a crunching challenge. Well done, Barker. Just what you like to see from him. Typical Lewis Barker. Well, it's what you want in the midfield. You know, we're playing a hard side. You want yeah. your hard men in the middle of the park doing the job, you know? Here's Jake Davis. Go on, Davis. Down Take the him left. on. He's got a couple options as well. Davis into the box on his left foot. Taking on Wilding. Just stabs it across. Ran out of steam in the end. And the... Guyana International, Van Kooten clears away. Good defending there uh, by Skipper Dan Webb into Laurie Marsh. Cuts back onto his left, goes into Lewis Barker. Barker to Marsh again. Hitchin just enjoying a bit of time with Steven Hitchin's half at the moment as yeah. Webb goes into Barker again. Lewis Barker back into Webb, settling things down. Less than 20 minutes to go. 1 0 to Stevenage in this local derby in HDFC Radio. Stevenage's first game of pre season. They're making a good show of things so far. Two different teams uh, overall across the pit course of the 90. And they'll have a free kick now. Right slap bang on the halfway line, which is taken uh, by Jack Smith. <coughs> and now with Van Kooten uh, again. Playing a 1 2 is fellow centre-back uh, Luke Prosser who signed last year from Colchester over the top now he's off easy enough decision for the linesman yep. to flag Charlie Carter offside he signed a new contract in May so many of these guys signing on for Stevenage who are on loan uh, or, or are coming to the end of their deals all agreed to to stay on for more years it's always a good sign that when you know yeah. you look at some clubs they're always struggling to pen new deals down for their players not being the case at Stevenage an attractive option for these players Ball back with Horlock. He's got Webb as well. He's elected to go long once again. You've got a bit more of that, haven't you, of Henry Snee up front? A bit more of a target to hit. Yeah, I think so. I think he's more of a of an out and out striker that we've got at the club at the moment. Um, so uh, you know, I hope he, I hope he picks himself up in this in this game and nets himself another goal. How good is it to see Harry Draper, somebody who was at, at Hitchin not too long ago as a lonely finding the back of the net for them? Now starting for Stevenage, League 2 Stevenage, really impressive. Always, always, always brilliant to see players um, from Hitchin and from other local sort of clubs doing well and, and stepping up into the into the bigger leagues. Um, that's what it's all about. We've just got to sort of wish them all the best. Let's hope he gets a League 2 action next season, you know, starting and scoring for, for Borough. Wouldn't it be great? Got a real talent there. 
It'll be really good to see the amount of players, you know, your Kane Smiths and Will Wrights who are playing in oh, these higher dear. levels now. Good defending again by Akoya Hanek, who's really impressed me actually off the ball today. Maybe less so playing out from the back, but going one-on-one, <laughs> on one, he's done nice, really well. Nice spring down from Ed Riley there and managed to hang little, on to his camera. A bit of a cheer touch? from the, It was a little touch. He Good got a little lad. bit of a cheer from the crowd as well for his efforts. Good stuff. He's had to do that a few times. <laughs> Should give him a, a give him a kick, get him yeah. out there. Luke Crosser, <laughs> be a lino's nightmare if they did. There's another man coming on. It's going to be Jack Green. There's a, maybe a soft free kick given there for Stevenage. He'll look to come down the left-hand side. Got a free kick there. Uh, so 16 minutes left to play. And it's still only a goal to nil. Hitch is still right in this game. Charlie Black being lined up too. And uh, Stan Georgiou. Hitch making full use of their subs. And Black was the unnamed striker then uh, on against Stockfold on Tuesday night. He didn't really get into the game much uh, but spent four seasons at Biggleswade as I said Biggleswade United so he's playing step five football played uh, for Dunstable and Alsey as well in recent years five goals in a shortened season last campaign here's Lewis Barker just dispossessed there feel like Steven is looking for a couple more goals they've come so close had that moment of pandemonium and pinball inside the penalty area recently as well they hit the, the, the crossbar fiercely do wonder how it's still only 1-0 in this game. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, it's just the, the one-touch football that they're playing is just at the moment, it's just a little bit too quick for, for Hitchin when they sort of break and go forward. Um, they find themselves going, and, and going forward a lot, a lot quicker and with a lot more efficiency. And uh, fortunately for, for us, they haven't managed to find the net again yet. Uh, Stevenage go to St Albans on Wednesday, so they'll be facing Luke Brown and Michael Johnson, two former Canaries. That'll be the uh, St Albans' first friendly. Uh, and then they're facing Wickham and Ipswich behind closed doors, and they'll also go to Dover Athletic. Uh, and then at the Lamex, our upcoming games, they've got Watford and Patrick Vieira's Crystal Palace. So Wonderful. some real crackers lined up at the Lamex. Tickets going to sell for them soon as well. Looking forward to Great run there from Davis, there. but uh, it's, it's unfortunately gone straight into the number 15, Van Kooten. Yeah, back with Van Kooten now. This is how to play out from the back. Just switched across. Real composure. Yeah. You maybe feel... I mean, it's easy to play out from the back, isn't it, on the training ground? Yeah. But once you get in there with an EFL opposition, it's completely different. Well, the time's different. Like I say, you know, you've got you've got 0.7 seconds, and all of a sudden you get up against a, a side like this, and it's reduced to to half of that, and and it makes a big difference if you want to dither on the ball, get get the ball and move it, move it. The one-touch football, like we're seeing from this Stevenage second team, is working. I know they haven't had, a, had the end result yet, but uh, they're certainly looking very menacing coming forward. Marsh, Teal and Webb coming off. Uh, we'll see Georgiou coming on. I imagine to play on the right side of centre-back. That's where he's lining up and that will... Uh, no, on the left side of centre-back and that means that Sam Kelly will come and play left-back and we'll keep you up to date with the other subs as well. Yeah, I it's Laurie Marsh that's come Jack, off. Yeah, Jack Green's come on. Uh, Jack Green's going to Looks like he's uh, settled into the cent central defence. Lewis Clayton on as well, and Charlie Black. So we'll see where all of these guys line up. Always adjustments. Uh, and here is uh, Luther Wilden back into Vancouver for Stevenage. Game feels like it's just slowed down after a real chaos of the last 15, 20 minutes. Teams yep. playing out. It's obviously 
don't want to get injured. You're not going to be. A, no. You're not going to play your 100% in these games, and the Steven is just showing that at the moment. Yeah, but also don't forget, Stevenies can turn the switch on straight away yeah. with with two little passes that just sort of, you know, like that one that, that go from one side of the pitch to the other, and before you know where you are, boom, you've put your man through, um, like they've just done there. But it was, it was well well shepherded out from Macubini and and and, and then oh, I can't even say that. Big Charlie Sam. C brought down right on the edge of the box. <laughs> First involvement uh, for Charlie Black. Oh, they take it short, but the referee wasn't happy with something. Again, and, uh, another let off for us. Yeah. <laughs> Worrying times at the moment. It's still just a goal to nil. Yeah, no, I listen, I, f I think Hitchin have done themselves proud. This is um, They're doing really well to hold off these guys at the moment because it's yeah. a bit of an onslaught at the moment. Yeah, it really has been a game of few chances for the Canaries. And still, I think the only shot they've had in goal on target anywhere is that Kai Teal effort towards the end of the first half as the ball's dinked up long, didn't quite connect with it as, as he'd like to, did wield in, now headed away, Marsh, don't deal with it though, and then Stan Georgiou, his first involvement, uh, the academy lad is to thump it away. He says that's how you get rid of a ball, it's gone all the way to the trialist um, B in goal for Steve, it's a bit unfair for trialist B actually, because he ain't really had anything that we can judge him on. No it is, and, and Alex Ravel will have learnt pretty much absolutely nothing about him, so nothing. hopefully he'll be recalled for the next few games, so going up against St Albans, Wickham and Ipswich. A couple of behind closed doors friendlies as well is a good chance to experiment with things. Totally. All over the top now, Charlie Horlock stays back and he'll have to come out now. Uh, and he'll just take a touch and pick the ball up. Safe and sound at the back. Celtic to Charlton 1 in a friendly uh, up in Glasgow. Come on you hoops. Out wide into number 16, Kelly. Kelly down the line to Davis, two new players. Barker, wide, oh. good header down there. And now across into the middle, loads of space in there. He's going to hit it. And he's going to shoot. Good block again by Ahanaku, I think, has been really good at the back. He's been superb, hasn't he? And I will be asking for your man of the match at some point as well as we approach the end of this one. Yeah, no problem, mate. Reed lets it go uh, for Jake Taylor. Uh, Taylor at the back with Terence Van Kooten. Really nice switch. Everything's been absolutely pinpoint. The first touch as well has been spot on. They've really moved this ball around nicely here at top field. The pitch has played into their hands as well, you feel? Yes, lovely. The, I mean, the, the, the work that's been done on this pitch is superb. There's a couple of little bump, bumps and dips on it. You know, it's, it's not dead classic, level. Classic top field pitch. <laughs> it is. A lot flatter than maybe it used to be anyway. Yeah, and the grass is beautiful. Yeah, really. It really is a sight to behold for people coming to top field today, as well as the food at the Canary Kitchen too. Here's number 18. I think it's trial is D. Uh, That's a good ball, look at that. Oh. Oh, and there's, yeah, free kick for Hitchin. I think there was a high foot uh, against uh, Hanaku, who is down now clutching his head. So I think Sam the physio is going to be required for the Canaries here. We'll have another uh, little break in play. Yeah, on she comes to deal with this one. Yeah, it's big Sam. He's clutching the, cl clutching the back of his head, I think, for some reason. I think there was a high foot in there, to be fair. Yeah, he's probably caught one in the ear Oh God, I bet that hurts. Must do. Um, in case you are interested, the Southern League fixtures, uh, they will be uh, released at 1pm on Friday the 16th of July. So this coming Friday, we'll see you hitch and play in the first and last game of the season. The Boxing Day clash as well, as always anticipated. Didn't get that far this year. And I think this 
This season we know, you know, apart from a major world disaster, we're going to get a full season of football. And that's <laughs> yeah. something for every fan to look forward to. It makes it so much easier, you know, from a planning perspective for the Canaries and both, I mean, both thinking, these teams. Thinking about it, you know, the amount of football that's been played because of, uh, obviously, with, with the limitations with COVID and everything, there's been a lot of football playing. And now we're going to get thrown straight back into a, into a whole season. Um, Fantastic. Well, depth in squad is going to is going to shine through again, isn't it? So I think we yeah. can look forward to Man City rising to the top very, yeah, very quickly. Yeah. Um, by the way, now I know you've got to get your tickets online for all of these hitching games. You can get season tickets too, but if you are really late in getting them, the ticket office online will be open until up to half an hour before kickoff. So you don't have to get them days in advance. You can leave it late, but we'd advise you not to, just to be safe no. and sound. But I think it's a nice little touch, keeping it open as long as possible. But do make sure to get your tickets next game, Tuesday against Watford. And then I think this time next week, uh, we'll be away at Harpenden Town, uh, who hitching thumps last season in pre-season. Uh, we'll so be there. Looking forward to visiting them. There's a ball, oh, just deceives uh, number 17 going forward for Borough. Uh, it's James Daly. Took a knock at the start of this second half. Mm -hmm. And we've said it all game, but it is still a goal to nil. And I've not really seen enough from Hitchin to say that they're going to get back in it, but you never know. No, no. I've, like I say, I thought we were at least going to um, get up the field and score. But it's still early days. You know, we are still, uh, we've still got a bit of time left um, for, for Hitchin to make a, a mark on this game. Header comes in there uh, from Charlie Black. A blonde forward or midfielder. Lewis Bark, you think was fouled there really as Wilden heads it away. Now Hitchin will come forward. They look to attack. Laurie Marsh just lays it off uh, to Jake Davis, trying to get him behind and use his pace. Davis just does too much in the end. And he's got it, get, got it back it again. Back, Down Davis the middle. Slots it oh, looking for Henry again. Same again. Yeah. It's been the same story every time that Hitchin have come forward. The final ball has just not been there. They've no. not linked up. It's been a real shame. Yeah, but then again, you've also got to give, give the compliments to the Stevenage defence just for, for sticking out the leg at the right time and just stopping that through ball just from reaching the, the intended man. You know, they've, 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 they've done a good job. Very frustrating for us. Mm. Harry Draper's screamer still separates the two sides then. And it's a fitting way, I think, to... To, to get that goal against his former club as well. Yeah. Rifled it in to that top corner. Fairy tale stuff. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. We can see the run of Arthur Reed again down this right hand side, taking on uh, Hitchens' uh, Lewis Barker, and he's managed Georgie to beat him. And oh, he's taking him on. Shot comes in wide at the mark. He did all the hard work. Jack Smith yep. took, sent one man the wrong way. And he's blasted it wide, though, in the end. How many times are they going to put it wide, Stevenage Borough? Come on. If you want to double your lead, you're going to have to uh, double your accuracy. Charlie Horlock made a few good saves, hasn't he? Not, not been tested badly in the second half. He's made a few routine stops and made that double save yep. in really impressive fashion at the start of the first. And he had that little funky moment just a minute ago where he ran out into the middle of the 18-yard yeah. box and stood there and started waving his arms about them. what that was all about. But uh, only he knows. But uh, it, fortunately, it didn't result in a goal for Stevenage. Coming down the left now then once again are Borough in trialist C. He's been very, he's, very he's been pretty good Probably trialist of the match, I think. Yeah, yeah, trialist C nice, so far. Put some nice crosses in. They'll come forward again now. Uh, but be back with trialist C. He's got some space actually. No one closing him down. Just taking his time is trialist C. Still moving it around side to side. 
up and down as Stevenage Hitchin all camped in inside their own half. Five to go on HTFC Radio. Hit Stevenage remain a goal to the good. Mm, lovely turn. Harry Draper. Wildings look really good He's down the right. Yeah. Both full backs and then Arthur Reed as well. He's delivered with good. both feet. And that's a really good save by Charlie Hall. Just had to get up in his tiptoes and tip it over the crossbar and keeps the score at 1-0. Yep, it's going to be a, a corner to Stevenage Borough down here on this right-hand side, which uh, looks like Arthur Reed, who's going to be spinning over there to take it. Yeah, it'll be left footer from Arthur Reed, who used his right foot to deliver that cross. Another deep one. Deep. Header comes in just over the bar. There's a good effort in there by James Daly. Uh, but just had too much on it in the end. It'll be a goal keep for Horlock as the ball ends up in the back of the net, uh, passing it back to him anyway. <laughs> so goal kick uh, for Mr. Horlock. And I think 1-0 on paper, I mean, Mark Burke, wherever he is, if he sees that sees straight away before hearing anything, 1-0, that'd be a very happy man, you'd imagine. I would think he so, yeah. He about maybe some of the half chances that have gone astray, some of the playing out from the back, but it's his, it's his philosophy, it's what he wants the players to buy into, he wants the fans to buy into it. I think maybe patience is going to be a little bit of a virtue here. It's going to be testing times at first. It's not going to be easy. Not an easy watch. It never is. But no. if you look at England, you look at people Ooh, like John dear. Stones and you think playing out from the back really don't like it. <laughs> look how it's changed and it, it, it's worked now and England do it so well. But at first, we all thought, what is this? This is awful. Maybe we just have to stick with it for a few for a few more games anyway. As yeah. Berkey says, you don't play EFL sides every week. And no, that's think right. That's you absolutely don't. spot on. It is absolutely spot on. And, and, and what it will teach the boys is that you, you do have to be a little bit quicker moving the ball. And, and this, this is shit. Why, how it's still 1-0 is, is, like I say, it's beyond me, but it is still 1-0. Yeah. And um, and we just we just need to just move the ball a little bit quicker, I think, because you haven't got like I say you haven't got the time. Like Charlie Orlock down there now, he's 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 waited a little bit too long, if you ask me. That's gone out for a throw in now, but just just you know we need to get that ball moving a little bit yeah. quicker for for me personally. Yeah, maybe we just haven't quite seen that link up in the final third as well. That's been the problem. Yeah, uh, that's that's a little a bit. Callum Stead in that in that front three, maybe you get something different, but. Yeah, because you can play it beyond rather yeah. than trying to play to the man's feet. Um, and that's where we're coming unstuck and, uh, and getting intercepted, you know. But if you could play it into space uh, and have somebody run on with the pace to beat these centre-halves, um, and, and then it would be a different story. And at times, I mean, like, even your, your Scott Cuthbert, former Luton man, former Celtic man, was made to look uncomfortable by yep. Rio de Silva as well. Yeah, he did, yeah. You know, it's promising signs there uh, for Hitchin. Yeah, the, fact they've only conceded, did well. the fact they've only conceded one, and that one goal was a wonder goal from distance as well, is good signs as that one's headed away well uh, by Sam Kelly, out for a Stevenage corner. The ball's thrown in by uh, a Stevenage fan. And they'll get a corner with just over two minutes to go on HTFC Radio. Hope you've enjoyed our coverage today. As we say, we'll be back on Tuesday from 7.15. Watford under 23's face hitching here at Topfield. Header comes back in oh from the corner. Now the trialist miscues <laughs> that completely. Imagine we've got a bit of stick from the crowd as Jake Davis comes forward, brought down. Bit of a tactical foul maybe there by well. uh, Jack Smith, the 19-year-old. Yeah, no, Davis has done well. He knew he just dinked it past his man and uh, and Smithy knew that he was he was done and uh, and decided to bring his man down. So, oh, that's a, a quick... Taking it short. It wasn't five yards, according to the referee. I think it was a bit benevolent on Hitchens' cause. Yeah. As Georgiou goes back into Charlie Horlock. He turns, looks up, turns again back into Georgiou. He's looked composed, the young man, actually. Impressive he has, stuff to be him. fair. 
Henry Snee. I mean, we know what he can do from the youth team, but for watching them, he's played at left back, playing at centre back now. And now Steven is looking to make it too fouled on the edge of the box. Surely, maybe he just took a bit of a premature tumble. And it's with Reed again. If anyone deserves a goal, it's him. Back with Van Kooten on the edge. Good, good save, Charlie, Charlie Orlock. Orlock. Yeah, good, good strike. Donates a good save, and uh, and Horlock was equal to it. That's gone into the car park. Yeah, Van Kooten has made ten appearances for his national team, Guyana, who made their squad for the for their first ever major tournament, the Gold Cup not too long ago and play all across the back line and fancied a goal for his side there as well scored for Guyana too here he is now again on the halfway line out to Lou for James Wilding down the line nice ball into Reed onside in the eyes of the linesman back into Wilding again crosses one in almost beating him and it will fall up on the edge of the box to Charlie Carter Carter back into trial is C and I will ask you for your man of the match when you get a chance to tell me, but they'll come forward again. Good tackle there and a throw-in for Borough. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's, it's going to be a hitching play. Of course it is. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Sam Ahanaku. Yeah, I'd agree with you there, Ahanaku. Ahanaku, and for Stevenage, yep. I know they played two different teams in each half, so you're trying to pick a man of the match. But who's, who's really stood out for you? Well, um, Elliot List for a start. Yep. Um, and in this half, definitely uh, Arthur Reid has, has looked very menacing yep. as, as well as... Who has now as well? Left slips a ball in. Lufa Wilding as well has been has been superb. You, you, you know, you've got Obson's choice of the Stevenage players. They have, they've been quality. But um, they, again, you know, they just, they just final, final sort of the finish. It just yeah. hasn't been there for them, you know. Uh, and and Hitchin have been very fortunate that uh, that almost they have sent the them wide. Almost the same for both sides. Stevenage have, have have missed their chances, and Hitchin haven't created their chances. Pretty much, that's a that's, fair that's assumption. That's been the story actually, yeah. of the game. Yeah, we but haven't created enough chances, and, uh, and, and Stevenage have missed all of theirs. Yeah, game set and match 1-0, I'll settle for that. I think Berkey should be, uh, should be pretty pleased. Some very good performances from, uh, from certain players across the park, including Max Ryan. Um, De Silva had a good one up front. Kai Teal looks uh, forever brilliant. Coldicott Stevens looked good. And, um, yeah, great game. Very enjoyable Saturday afternoon at Topfield. Almost the calm before the storm, before the events of Sunday night. Yeah been a really good game to settle things down I think and maybe it's been a crazy week here in England if you are listening from wherever it's yeah. been a lot going on and this has just been an exhibition of of lower league football on a Saturday afternoon in front of a good attendance of people at Topfield just just everything you want really from a football match apart from a few goals yeah no like I say um, hitching going forward was uh, a very rare commodity today <laughs> and uh, Stevenage going forward was a comedy of errors really um, a, a wonder goal separates the sides but um, I would say altogether one nil is a fair assumption of the game well Marek I'll leave you there and I'll say enjoy the game tomorrow and we're gonna leave you with three lions by Vadil Skinner and the lightning seas because I'm feeling generous Thanks for listening and see you later. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Bye. We're not creative enough. We're not positive enough. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. We'll go on getting back. I'm getting back. I'm getting back. It's coming home. It's coming.